Shotzi Blackheart, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is the B Show. We made a big time, Corey. Thank you, Shotzi, for that very lovely intro. Thank you, Miss Blackheart. Uh, Friend of the show. One of our very best friends. We Uh, made it. You know, that is quite the endorsement. Nationally recognized wrestler Shotzi Blackheart. Now you really have to add that intro now? Yes, now, now it. I, what do you mean? I have to add that intro. It's no, she good. was there live. She's actually in the room right now. Made that intro and everything. Thank you, thank you, Shotzi. Yeah, hey, bathrooms that way. No, okay. Yeah, uh, your paychecks on the door. Yes, yes, one million dollars. We pay well here at City Wrestling Radio. Anyways, uh, guys, B Show. I'm Corey Smith. You're Michael Vergara. How are you today, sir? I am Michael Vergara. I believe so. Uh, okay, apparently. Uh, how are you today, sir? I'm all right. Uh, you know, found out my name is Michael Vergara and everything. Uh, you know, some days we learn some things about ourselves. I mean, that I we get never it. Even knew. You can look at my face and say, "Hey, that is a Michael Vergara." Absolutely, um, guys. I have no way to segue from that, but don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You don't have to. At CWR, you don't have to find a segue. <laughs> at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It's the best way to stay up to date with City Wrestling Radio. Uh, even uh, we just did me and City Wrestling J himself, my main roster mate. Uh, Jose, how's it going? He, uh, me I'm, and him. I'm City Wrestling Jay. He, uh, we did the WrestleMania or not WrestleMania Royal Rumble prediction show. Yeah, and I mean, hey man, one hell of a prediction if you can predict, and one hell of a job if you can predict WrestleMania. But uh, no, ahead of time. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, you, uh, well, there are some things in the book. I mean, if you can predict the Royal, <laughs> <laughs> shut up. I mean, if you can predict a Royal Rumble, you could probably just predict a WrestleMania. He meant that. Because that's what, it, you know. But you could find that at SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox. It's all good. Just uh, remember to like it and let people know that you liked it. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to like it, but you could just like it. Yeah, yeah, you could just do us a favor and click on it and click that like thing because mm-hmm. that'd be cool. But anyways, you weren't at the Royal Rumble show. Uh, you, I, you know, they didn't. They, I didn't get the call. You know, they, they. I was originally projected to be number oh, thirty, you, and like, you know, they. I thought I was going to win it, but then it turns out Rey Mysterio was re- replaced me, and the whole crowd shitted on it. And wait, so, Rey you know, Mysterio was number thirty. That's the oh, this the Daniel Bryan. That's yeah. the Daniel. The, the that Daniel, is one I'll never forget. The Daniel never Bryan. forget. Um, but you weren't at the show the other day, and uh, you know, there's a lot. Of, who do you who do you see? Who well, do you see in that rumble? Uh, Corey was like my, a preview of the prediction show. With my know. limited knowledge of the main roster, as you know, I normally don't watch it, you know, week in, week out, as you guys normally do. Every day. Every, I mean, every wow, day. every day. Just yeah. analyze I just it. keep watching SmackDown all the time. Or just like an, an hour per day, but no. Um, and then I watch backstage. Oh, <laughs> great. But, uh, you know... But I did watch Monday Night Raw, and I can't really... We can't really judge on the go-home show for SmackDown, but... You know, based on what I can really just think of, I, I can see Drew McIntyre winning it. I don't see Roman winning it. Like I, I think they're. Oh come on! I think they're incredibly careful with how Stop Roman. Stop it! I, I think they're incredibly careful with how they're treating Roman right now. Like he's not necessarily he's not necessarily front and center. Like he definitely yeah. he definitely is the number one babyface in SmackDown. Like I, mean, I think it's gonna happen eventually. Like even above Daniel Bryan because you know that's what they do. Yeah. But they it's it's been very deliberate. He's been off the title picture and they just they want to just slowly ease him back into it because they don't want to repeat you know the audience resenting Roman Reigns. And by all accounts, like, well, I kind of do want to give WWE credit for like not really just shoving. No, no, no. They're kind of just. They're kind of writing it out with Roman Reigns just being 
Just being Roman. Just being Roman. Just being Roman. That's 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 actually really Hanging good. You know his cousins. Yeah, that's actually a really good way of putting it because they want to they want to make it a more natural, you know, upswing, which exactly. I can I can kind of appreciate because like well, you know yeah. I, I I I do think Roman Reigns is a good performer and I do think I can definitely respect the man's talent and everything on all that, but it's the way they always you know go about him and how to make him a star was always my biggest problem. But if Roman like. I, I never have anything against Roman, but if they do something, but where I do, yeah, go ahead. If Daniel Bryan wins the Universal Title like right beforehand, then like Roman winning wouldn't be a horrible thing. Hell, he, uh, hey, just like people, they, it would balance each other out. You know, like and, if Daniel Bryan's the Universal Champion, hey, fuck, that's pretty cool. That is very cool. It's just that you know, also. Would you want to run that risk of people turning on Roman Reigns again if they really at the end? If your end game was Roman Reigns beating Daniel Bryan for the title. Then like, they'll, just, they'll, they'll just fucking boo Roman again. Then they just replay the video of him, you guys. We did it, y'all. I beat leukemia. And I'll say, and I'll say like, this, oh, and I'll say fuck. this: right, a sorry. Roman Reigns Daniel Bryan match yeah. sounds fucking awesome to me. No matter who well, wins. Well, I don't think it would just be them two in the match. Yeah, you think the Fiend is just going to get hey, shit? Get, get in the match, but then the Fiend can take a time off after Mania after he gets pinned by Roman, or he could just take time off in general and just be, you know, go away. That's my preference. You know what? You need to stop bullying him on Twitter. Because oh, yeah, he, that's he, that's he, a oh yeah, I forgot about he that. He made a post about that. He Dude, hey man, don't <sighs> criticize me. I'm in the public eye, but you can't say shit about me. Again, like I'm sure all the stuff that he reads through on Twitter are fucking horrible. Well, but 90% sometimes, Twitter sucks. Like but. sometimes like sometimes as a performer and sometimes as a talent, you have to you really have to toe the line between what's like what Cody Rhodes says, there's there's criticism and there's noise. Yeah, exactly. You know, like and it's and it's really just how you go about it. If if uh if Bray Wyatt or The Fiend is just going to just think all criticism towards him is just noise and he's not able to really just see what's what's what. Yeah. And that I honestly feel like that's on him. Now, granted, the volume of like terrible shit that he probably reads kind of does cloud that and I don't blame him. Yeah. yeah. But you still got to have to make that distinction, especially if you're going to be in a business like show business. Ain't no business. It's no show business. Women's Rumble match. Women's Rumble. Ba- Actually, OK, I got a final four. Oh shit! Okay, got Drew McIntyre in the women's Rumble match. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Drew, uh, final four for the men's. So I'm gonna say Drew McIntyre because I f- there's a lot more upswing in Drew McIntyre winning it. Yeah. And I think he is about due. And I uh, every time I find a reason for somebody saying they're due for something, it usually doesn't I happen. I feel like Drew McIntyre winning like half the people will be like, oh. I'm okay with it. Like it just okay. it, it it propels. I him. like it. Yeah. I think Drew McIntyre is fucking awesome. Hey, me too. He's very manly looking. He um, that's, that's a, that, he that is good, quite a reason. He has good attitude. Well, he has not a good attitude. I don't know how his attitude is. What do you think of his three two one character? You think <laughs> you think he's gonna? You think uh, the the one two three kid is gonna like gonna make, make an a, appearance make at an the appearance? rumble at the rumble and he'll just throw him right out? Yeah. Oh, I'm very sexy. Okay, so final four: uh, Drew McIntyre, check. Alistair Black. I I predicted that as well. Uh, Roman Reigns. Oh shit! Well, he was in the final four. He was in the final two last year, right? Yeah. And, and Shinsuke and, and him. And fucking no, Brock no, Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I mean, and I, I see Drew McIntyre eliminating Brock Lesnar. Uh, and Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar. What about Dio Madden making his surprise return? I think he's gonna friend he, of the show. I think he's gonna end up being there. Like he's gonna get eliminated, but he's gonna try. Yeah. What I think is gonna happen, and I thought about they're this, not gonna follow up with Ricochet. Is that everyone's gonna try to eliminate? It's gonna be a, everyone circle Brock, yeah. everyone get him out, and then they can't be left him over. Dio Madden comes out, and then he helps push him over. Yeah, and then it, that goes nowhere, and then all of a sudden later, but then Kane Velasquez. Oh yeah, Velasquez, Kane Velasquez. Okay, I retract. Okay, Alistair Black is out. Kane Velasquez in, and he eliminates Brock. 
What then, about uh, Tyson Fury? It could be. He'll be there, but I don't think he's going to be. That's the rumored match for Mania: Tyson Fury versus Brock. Okay, whatever, fine. So Brock I, the Doc Lesnar. Okay, that means I'm just. I'll continue not to care about WrestleMania this year. Women's. Okay. Final four: Ronda Rousey, Check. Shayna Baszler. Yeah, got him. Got Charlotte. Uh, I think I and Kyrie Sane. I think I picked uh, Sasha. Sasha's good. Sasha's good. But Kyrie Sane would be good. But uh, yeah, it's going to be. And I think a lot of people are going to. I feel like I mean Kyrie Sane is just naturally. Kyrie Sane's just looking at Charlotte. She's going to be the biggest baby face in that fucking final four. Oh yeah, yeah, one thousand percent because it's fucking Kyrie Sane. Did did you see the video of her? Maybe uh, Io Shirai. Maybe maybe Io Shirai. Oh god. She elim- accidentally eliminates herself by <laughs> doing the front of the moonsault to the outside. No, you saw her like accidentally throw the NXT Women's Title when she had it coming yeah. to the ring. Yeah, Kyrie Sane, you saw it. Yeah, where she just like she's like doing her thing and then accidentally lets go of the title. Fan catches it and hands it right back. Yeah, sorry. That's funny. Anyways. Okay, uh, who wins it? <sighs> I mean, Shayna's like Shana. it's Shayna. It's Shayna, dude. It's Shayna time. I just dun, don't. It dun. was a missed opportunity. For Shayna to just choke out Bailey when it really should have been her pinning Becky, because no, that could have that could have naturally that could have naturally you know progressed. But Shayna's but. eliminating Ronda. That's definitely going to happen. That's just as a favor because they're friends. They're friends. Oh my god! I do this for myself, not for you, Ronda. Okay, that's well, what Shayna would say. Well, that's our Royal Rumble main roster talk. That's yeah, probably for you know the next month. Yeah, well, me, you know, we'll be back. Me, Jose, and uh, Cindy G from NoDQ.com on Monday. Wonderful. We'll be doing our uh, post Rumble show, so stay tuned for that. I, I mean, Dana Bryan winning that title—it just seems like a long shot, but you know, who mm-hmm. knows? You know who knows? Uh, Vince McMahon knows. What about Vince McMahon? Nothing. I just said oh, he knows. Okay. I was say. It just says he knows because there's actual news to talk about here today. You, you know, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Anyways, let's move on to um, actual news uh, here today on uh, City Wrestling Radio because there is news to talk about. We're doing this. This you is. Know a- what? I have to start adding him back in. And because we're we're, we're 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 official news today. Okay. How's everyone doing tonight? This is the news here at City Wrestling Radio. Our top story tonight. Kota Abushi, oh, he is out of action uh, due to an influenza type A type A infection. Is it infection? Yeah, I don't know. Infa, uh, you know, infection. It's it's a root word. I'm assuming. There's- New Japan Pro Wrestling posted on their website uh, a couple days ago that Abushi contracted the type A influenza and as a result will not be able to participate in the tour, which begins Friday in Tampa, Florida. That's tomorrow. Well, if you're listening to it tonight, that's tomorrow. never never mind. Uh, he will also be able to un- un- attend the uh, meet and greet in Miami. Boo, that's a bummer. You can't meet Coda if you're in Miami. I'm sorry to be the purveyor of bad news here. I got two. I got two things to say about this. When I su- as soon oh, as I no. saw, <laughs> as soon as I saw like Kota Bushi got infected, like you know, knowing today's news right Infect now, me. like I just I just automatically just jumped the gun and says, oh shit. Does he have Corona? Does he have Corona? Oh, no. Like, he doesn't. It's very clear it's type A influenza. You know, it's a very, it's not, it's uncommon, but, you know, people do get that. But then, like, that, I mean, unfortunately, that kind of just sprung up to my mind, considering where he's from, where he lives, and what's going on there. You know, let's hope that gets contained. Japan. Everybody who's affected by it, he's hoping, you know, you know. He's fucking shooting too many fireworks off his chest. And, and and that was another thing. <laughs> Out of all the fucking things Kota Bushi has done to his fucking body, 
He gets indisposed by goddamn something as type A influenza. No, fucking apron to the neck off a German. He's fine. Fucking any actual like continued punches to the head by like um, Okada. Gunpowder explosions to the chest from what? A foot away? Like the the numerous types of times he fell straight on his neck. He's he's fine in the relative Mm -hmm. sense. Like, no, there was. I remember Chris Charlton. He made a tweet. Um, saying that like the medical examination of Kota Bushi, yeah, his head's fine. And I'm like, can you fucking check again? Go back there. Chris can you Stark, go? Can you, can you look at it, please? Because like, maybe there's loss in translate. Can you just bring it to the video and just put it to the camera real quick? Because I feel like I said this before. Like, I think Kota Bushi is the Ralph Wiggum of wrestling. I think he's like the Mewtwo of wrestling. No, I think I think he's Ralph Wiggum of wrestling because he has that childlike naivety towards him. He but he just like a Ralph Wiggum haircut. But then he yes, but then he also just has like a, an indestructibility towards right, him. Right, right. But then he's got type A influenza. And he's off the New Japan USA tour, which is a massive blow for that tour. It's I think it's just Tanahashi and friends at this well, point. A number a number of uh, changes have been made to the cards and in place. As a result, Abushi's withdrawal. Uh, most of the notable Abushi uh, was set to face Chase Owens in a singles match at February first in Atlanta. Owens will instead now face uh, Rocky Romero because you know that's Rocky Romero's a good wrestler. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, yeah, another friend. Yoshihashi, who was originally set to team with Romero in the undercard, will now face Mysterioso in a singles match. Ooh, that'll be a Listen, barn like, burn. all due respect, friend of the show, Rocky Romero, that's not Koto Ibushi. Uh, well, he will This be. card is... Okay, you know, do you have the rest of the card? Well, he's, well they're also going to... Romero's going to team up with uh, Tanahashi, Hiroshi Tanahashi, to face the G.O.D., on uh, January thirtieth, just in a week from now. But just think about that. Just think about that roster and all. And like so now that Abushi's gone, and you just, you just have Tanahashi in that tier. And even then, that dude is probably a step below to where Go he ace. was. Like uh, that's that is a massive blow to that card hey. and that tour. Hey Okada, what are you doing right it, now? It, it absolutely sucks. You know, I hope Kota Abushi gets better. They should have flew somebody out, but eh. get like I get Naito. Visas they can't are hard get, to get. Yeah, I guess. You have to get I think because I think yeah, I think because they kind of just they 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 just put all their cards into Obushi and uh, this is what happened. And he got fucking sick. Yeah, he's just like at home playing video games. Like <laughs> I'm sick. I can't go. Last time I went, I got fucking lost in an airport. Every time I go, I get lost in an airport. Yeah. Not going again. This is a great Obushi impersonation. Fuck that shit. I'm playing video games at home. I don't think Obushi has ever sworn in his life. Um. Yeah, you're right. Actually, he, he looks too sweet. Like he looks. Cue like the he, cue the footage of him just saying like a swear word in Japanese or something. No, he's just like feel like he's just like t- taking his grandma to the flower shop every yeah. every single morning, yeah. every morning. Nonetheless, Abushi he gone from the tour, but he'll be back one day if he survives the infection from hell or high water. Hey, you know what? Um, and we also got some news uh, regarding the NXT uh, title. The NXT title, well, now to be known as the NXT title or the NXT championship, uh, formerly known as the women's championship. Yeah, there's the that's that's cool. Yeah, I like it. Uh, PW Insider's Mike Johnson reported Wednesday that WWE has decided to rename the WWE NXT Women's Championship, which will now be known as the NXT Championship going forward, removing Ender any gender specific specificity. There you go. Big words are hard. Dumb dumb times. I think. Now that this has happened, you think they're gonna? You think every every like not just main roster WWE everywhere else is gonna follow suit? Uh, well, that can set. I mean, that can easily you know set what, a precedent. You know what it is now? 
I feel like they're just trying to do that so we can be like, no, we have a woman as our top champion. What are you talking about? She's the NXT champion. And rightfully so. That's the hottest with, title right now. To compete with the uh, Tessa having the, the the main title over the heavyweight championship over yeah. there. Yeah. I so, feel like... And so, without actually putting uh, the heavyweight title on a woman, I feel like WWE is trying to be like, no, that's 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 the same thing. It's cool. Like regardless regardless of trying to like catch a wave of certain things, like I I do think this is actually a really cool Sign of the thing to do. Yeah. yeah. And um let's hope I honestly hope like not just WWE main roster follow suit. I hope a lot of other promotions, AEW, you know, would follow suit as well. Or just go the completely other way, and he's like, "This is the ladies' night division." Just go back, just calling it the divas. Yeah, exactly, the A-D- girl title. Here, here's this girl title. And it's like just, it's just a uh, a pink rope. Yeah, no, it's a sandwich maker. Oh, oh, wow! It's a uh, whatever Lacey Evans wears to the ring. There you go. Um, but nonetheless, AEW went in complete opposite, the right direction, or sorry, NXT. And they- I, I mean, hey, AEW could easily like. It would come off as really reactionary, but who gives a shit? Like I do, that would be kind of cool if AEW just straight up just like, hey, this is this is AEW World Championship just happens to be held by Riho. But I feel like if they're gonna do that, do you think there's gonna they're gonna have to make it look the same? They're just, I feel like they're just going full. They do you look the same. Does it? Yeah, it's been a while since no, I they, they look. The, they look okay. pretty much exactly the same. I guess AEW just can't like produce two. I mean, oh, yes, they oh, can. Oh, you mean AEW Women's Title? Yeah. Oh no, that one looks way different. That one. Can you imagine that, that one belt is, is on very... Riho? It's just gonna just fall right off like she's wearing a hula hoop. She's like dragging it to the ring. She's yeah. like, help, yeah. please. They just make it real tight. <laughs> anyway. Anyways, um, no, the Women's Title in AEW I think is like pink, and you know. Yeah. No. It's which just, is fine because like it's whatever. Smaller. It's a lot. It's smaller. a lot. Well, it's I tiny. I feel like they made it for Riho. Yeah, I feel like they should have different sizes for different people. Like if Nyla Rose ever wins that title, it's gonna look really small. It just look no, it's just gonna look like not loose, but then like it's just gonna be like it's gonna be really tight. But then like the belt, like the belt material just starts like coming out, like just starts collapsing. Oh no! Anyway, she's like, I need a new title. Anywho's, uh, yeah, there's like I said, no reason for why this was done. Uh, Why not? Said there's well, there's no reason. There's no, Mm -hmm. there's no. Nobody, nobody said anything from WWE, yeah. but this also, like you said, adds speculation of whether the main roster titles will now take the women's name off, the, you know, Raw, SmackDown, and the tag titles, like you were saying a second ago. But the thing is, would they call? But then they would have to designate the, that brand, and that would also they would also have to be pairing up with uh, with the the brand that they're representative of. Like, would you make Becky Lynch? Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. This is what happens when you connect your phone to your MacBook. Who yeah, is it? It's I think it's a what do you call it? A telemarketer. Uh, telemarketer. Put the do not disturb on that thing. Oh yeah, you're right. I should. Anyways. Yeah. Um airplane mode. Oh no, I lost my like d- d- is Becky Lynch universal champion, you know? No. Is Bailey no. WWE champion? They'll say SmackDown. Cha- this is the SmackDown champion. This is the Raw champion. They're not going to say But then that just <laughs> world champion. That just creates a then lot you'll of confusion. St- I know. I know, but I feel like that's all you're going to get from Vince or and or 90% of the people that work on that main roster. That's why I think main rosters, gonna, they're going to take a minute. They're going to take like a little bit more time into, yeah. think, into making distinctions. Maybe they're just called the... Ro- Eventually. It's, uh, no, but then the, 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 I think they're just going to call it women's championships just out of necessity because they need to find ways to make it distinct. It's uh, not just because... Yeah. It, it's, it's the women who have it. Whatever. And they'll have Lacey Evans be the one to be like, this is now the heavyweight title, y'all. I don't like gender specificity. Isn't that right, AJ Styles? <laughs> yeah, it is, Lacey Evans. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Southern that's, people. That, that's Southern a, people. Hey, listen, you're gonna go to the kids' uh, PTA meeting, Lacey. I don't know if I'm gonna go because I want to play video games with my friend Xavier. So, I'm on Mixer. He's like, dude, my, my my name's what's his name? Austin. Austin Creed, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like, my name's Austin, not Xavier. Yeah. All right, Xavier. <laughs> Come on, guys. I'm Southern. And then uh, you see just uh, the the oh, the good brothers outside barbecuing. Yeah. Yeah. Cain Velasquez. Uh, yeah. Uh, News on him? Yeah, Paul. I'm just going to read off. Uh, I just read this off postwrestling.com. According to postwrestling.com, written by Andrew Thompson. What? He Andrew writes, Thompson? He's a reputable writer. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's actually pretty good. Uh, following his WWE debut on the premiere of Friday Night SmackDown on Fox in October, it was confirmed by WWE that Cain Velasquez signed a multi-year deal with the company. While speaking on the Gorilla Position podcast, hey. Velasquez said his deal is a full-time one for three years. Ooh. And I quote, is the fun- <laughs> this is actually a really funny quote, yeah, full-time thing for three years, end quote. Whoa. My mind was blown by that fucking statement. Came is on. it? <laughs> Yes. There it is. Um, yeah, Cain Velasquez, uh, full time, three years. He's probably eliminating Brock, thus eliminating all my predictions. Oh, what if him and Dio Madden get into a fight? Like, I'm eliminating him. No, I'm eliminating him. And then Brock eliminates <sighs> him both. Anyways, like I'm Brock. Cain Velasquez. Doc Lesnar. It. You watch? Did you watch that match that Cain Velasquez had in AAA? Oh, uh, he was yeah, the, yeah. We watched it. I think I, that's that was Trevania, right? I've never seen a man more confident and happy being in a wrestling ring, like with the with the limited amount of experience that he has. And he's shown like he was he was definitely very green, but he yeah, had a yeah, lot yeah. of very talented people definitely working with him. Yeah, it's just super disappointing to me that he's a, like he's in WWE and he's just MMA fighter Kane Velasquez, who's going to be limited, who's going to be limited to like the Brock Lesnar, the WWE like yeah, which, or at least WWE's version of MMA. And maybe like and look, so maybe in a perfect, lock. maybe in a perfect world, they're building up towards that. You know, his association with Rey Mysterio, like they could say like, hey, I'm teaching Kane Velasquez the lucha doorway, and so they can do that. They can slowly build up towards it and make it all like a good big goddamn deal. The second he does a six one nine or whatever. Why the fuck didn't um, uh, Dominic come out during that ladder match last week? They were building up so much. You know, Raw. I thought Humberto Carrillo was, <laughs> was Dominic. Dominic. Yeah, yeah. And I thought he's like, oh my god, he's gonna turn on his dad. But no, they were like playing Humberto it up before Carrillo the match. Carrillo is my son now. Nonetheless, Kane Velasquez. Yeah, um, he's in the Rumble. He's gonna. I mean, he's not in the Rumble, but. Hell, he's he's in the room. Everyone's gonna be like, whose music is that? Like three people are gonna be like, no. He has another song. He has another very Mexican song that he probably answers to. I forgot what he answered to in Saudi Arabia. Maybe it was the Rey Mysterio theme song. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Okay. okay. Anyway. Anywho's. Uh yeah, new tag champions on Raw, if if anyone uh knows about that. Oh, from the uh, with Buddy Murphy and the Monday Night Messiah. The Monday the Night amount Messiah. Of fucking times they said that shit. Oh, did you know I'm the Monday Night Messiah? John Morrison returned too. You know they could do um, it's Eminem. Oh, yeah. uh, Melina is not is nowhere. She's the know. one who says the big dick, right? I don't. What? No. About I don't Batista know. having a big dick. Is she? I thought that, that was just a thing. That that oh. was just a meme. Oh, I thought like she within was within Wrestle Shoot video. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Who am I? Nonetheless, Buddy Murphy and uh, Seth Rollins are your new uh, Raw Tag Team Champions. So. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that happened, and uh, it was weird because uh, I thought. Um, I mean, it's, it's 
first off, Mon- the show is bu- the book. Are we going to talk about Monday Night Raw? Is that what's I mean, going to happen? I, it was something I don't that happened. Care. I don't care. This like yeah, AOP is going to turn on them, right? Oh, no, they have to. This yeah. is not this is not the platform. All right. Anyway, sorry. I'm sorry. I guess my views aren't welcome to be shared here. Oh, AEW Dynamite. That's it for news? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, yeah, AEW Dynamite. Well, let's talk about what we've heard from the crew so far. Apparently, it's a lot of fun. A lot of positivity towards it. Like, a lot, like, it's, it sounds like a fucking awesome time. What can I say? Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I wouldn't go. Oh, I'm, I might go next year. At least I say that now. But if I'm going to go, uh, I, I, you have to, you have to, like, the second, knowing what was what was it like this year and the i'd fa- actually and, rather do i'm um, g1 finals i'm thinking of because you're going year. to japan yeah 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 i'd rather go to japan than florida and the bahamas but um also guys stay tuned after the reviews for our worlds collide uh, pre, uh predictions oh yeah that's a thing yeah anyways uh, aw dynamite all elite wrestling dynamite like we said earlier aw crew is on chris jericho's port party boat party port party i mean they're in a port uh, specifically named Norwegian Pearl, but the graphic says the ship of Jericho. The Norwegian Pearl. That's what? I don't know. I was that trying sounds, to sound That a sounds very Scottish. <laughs> uh, Battleship. Like the, they like to write in ships sometimes, I guess. Sometimes, yeah. Battleship was our movie of the week. That mm. also that also has a boat. That's a good segue. I like that. Yeah. You're like, I mean, you know what? It's it, be the- it couldn't be a coincidence. You know, somebody was like, I got an idea, guys. Wait, it's on a boat? All right. Let's, uh, what's a we movie? We should put Battleship on there. What's a movie with a boat on it? It's, this says Battleship. I'm assuming this is about boats. Uh, were the last words? You sunk my Battleship. It, apparently not. <laughs> That's I was waiting. I was like, every. I watched. Okay. Like, for those yeah. who don't know, I watched, uh, you know, I watched the last 30 minutes of every movie that comes before right. Dynamite. Right. And so this movie is mad fucking corny. <laughs> Like it's just like a, they 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 have like so what like happens aliens or some shit yeah there's a bunch of aliens and then I think like one of the, like a lot of ships get destroyed like and then they have wait this, are we the aliens when we play the game no but then they have this last ship that's like apparently like a very old broken down one but then it's the last one they got it's Rihanna's in that movie oh she's in, like she's the one that fires the last needs oh, watch it sh- spoiler it was kind of it was actually kind of entertaining battleship on TNT coming up next AEW Dynamite. So they have the advantage to edit a show on tape, but they still don't have enough to put in the dynamite intro. I like. I just thought like they did edit it down because what I've heard there there's some stuff I heard. It was a quick turnaround from what I heard. Like they got the tape. So what happened? Like this is from uh, this is from the Observer, where um, they reported that they have they just double taped. They made sure they got two copies, and there's one and flew it separately. They flew it separately. So like, say the one gets delayed, another one is getting is getting the fuck over there. No or apparently, what. according to Brian Alvarez, In Iran can knock it down. No, they just joke. <laughs> yeah, like we might have another tragedy. You know, Iran can. My- <laughs> Like, like, okay, guys. Okay, fuck. Like, wow. I mean, whatever. Read they the were, room, guys. Read the room. Yeah, it's just a joke. Whatever. No. Anyway, we just get entrances for everyone here involved. Opening match: Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page for S again versus SCU. SCU. Scorpio Sky and Kazarian, which they hold the tag titles. Uh, so this setup is interesting because a, it's on a cruise, and b, there's like very little room between the ring and the barricade. Right. Like I was wondering what and how they treat dives throughout the night, but like, they didn't do many. Yeah, and I, it looked cool though. Yeah, I liked I liked the look of the show. I really did like the look of the show. It just and the ring also seemed smaller. It did look a lot. Yeah, the ring did look smaller. And I, I wonder, was, and it got me wondering, like, do you think 
do you think they're going to incorporate this into storylines? Like they, um, I, I know we're jumping ahead of ourselves a little bit, but that pack and uh, Moxley match, like yeah. there would be like, I could definitely see like some storyline reasons where like, Hey, this is a different environment. Um, Pack has to like, th- like think the amount of real estate he has to go within no, inside his mind. Has- inside his mind, when he's trying to land a black arrow to uh, to what um, a brutalizer that'd make him look so weak. Though, like I wasn't ready. But then it's also, but that also that also lands on the the you know the promotion that he's wrestling for. You know, he had he. I'm just saying he has arguments. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, best vacation chance start as Paige and Sky tie up. Like we get it, y'all. Like I mean, have your fun and everything, but. Yeah. Like let's let these guys have their match. Um, Jr. calls the match going on intimate because of, because of the smaller ring and just how everybody's a lot closer. Yeah, yeah. Kazarian uh, builds heat on Page with a side headlock. They exchange forearm strikes, combo lariat takedown from Kazarian. And at this point, it got me thinking how much Kazarian has left in the tank. Like this man, like started wrestling like during the Attitude Era. So like, and then. We, you start thinking about like, oh man, Attitude Era is like almost twenty years ago, and the fact that this guy is still going. Well, same on, with Christopher Daniels. I think Kazarian a lot more. I, I see, I see a little bit of. You know, it's weird. I, I see a little bit of age in Christopher Daniels. Kazarian has hair. He used to have hair. That was weird. Kazarian. Oh God, long hair too. It looked weird. Yeah. Long brown hair. Page oh. and yep. Nothing. Page and Sky slap each other and stare down, and Page reluctantly tags in Omega. It's Omega and Sky as they work to a stalemate. Sky kipping up after any offense from Omega. Kataro Crusher, Kataro Crusher from Omega tags to Page, who takes out Kaz. Scoop throwaway slam to Sky. Guillotine leg drops. Springboard from a middle rope from Kaz. Uh, Page almost lands on his head off a release German, which I thought looked damn terrifying. And, and he was continuing to sell it, too, which mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. A hot tag to Omega. Does his thing. Snapdrag. Hurricane Rana, Fisherman Busters. Omega commands Page for the You Can't Escape Moonsault tandem combo on Sky for a two count. Page dives to Kaz outside, powerbomb to, to Sky for a very close near fall. V trigger attempt to Sky, but misses, but misses, but also lands the knee later. Uh, Sky does a Hurricane Rana to Omega from the top. Bookshot Lariat to Omega by accident. Scorpio Sky does a TKO to Omega, but Page stops the pin attempt. And at this point, I really thought that was the finish. Uh, springboard cutter to yeah, Page yeah, from yeah. Kaz. Uh, cradle DDT to Omega from the top for a near fall. This is during picture in picture, by the way. Like SCU oh. later attempt stopped by Page V trigger from Omega to Sky. Hot tags to both men. Page exchange strikes to Kaz again. All this going on in picture in picture, but we're back. Uh, discus lariat from Page for a two count. Snapdragon to Sky. Tiger Driver ninety eight to Kaz. Uh, Sky intercepts Omega with a knee strike. SCU later to Omega, and again Page pushes Sky to Kaz to stop the pin. SCU, yeah. Uh, the, I thought this really put over the importance of Page in this match because he was just saving Omega in every turn, and then even and even more so, uh, bu- um, Page does a bookshot Larry to Sky on the ramp, right? And then bookshot Larry to Kaz to the ring, both legal men. Page pins Kaz one, two, and three. First oh. title change in uh, AEW history. Holy shit! New tag champs. Um, what do you think of the match? It was a good match. Um, I think this um, Hangman Page. Kenny Omega thing's like a slow burn. I don't know what's I really like where they're going with it. But I, I kinda think I know where they're going with it. Like this false, like he's gonna turn on us, we can't trust him. But I think in the end you can trust him. I re- I it's really, cowboy shit, yeah. I really, really like this match. I think yeah. Adam Page is improving 
at every which way he at every like after like every match I every match I always watch like one after the next I always think like Paige is just he has something man and I thought he did he was really good in this match I'm continuing to be an even bigger like Adam Page fan after this because it's not just his wrestling it's really his his mannerisms as well where he's he's getting like he is he's really good at getting over like story beats like you can tell like he just gets on a you can like you can tell from his face how like disappointed he gets whenever like you know Omega doesn't pay, doesn't tag him in or how much he insists on <clears throat> how much of a better how much better he is for this match than Omega and yeah, yeah. and also with the booking like Paige saves Omega's ass like m- twice and but then there are points where like Omega is just not on the same pardon the pun page as uh as page in certain respects and then he fucking wins that he win he gives both buckshot lariats to both uh kaz and Sky. he pretty much won the match himself yeah so and so post-match uh page drinks and crowd surfs with the audience while omega is being tended to by the young bucks i like how he picked his title up he was like okay fuck i gotta hold this title in the air so nobody grabs yeah. it and so like he just he and the page like he just goes off and celebrates with everybody else not celebrating with omega omega's being tended to by like by Matt and Nick, and they just so they sort of just separate. Oh, like so they sell, like hey, they celebrate going? separately, and I and I kind of like that because that's how that's this is the story. This is the story that we're getting, and <laughs> it's really and it's really interesting to see the young bucks like being there as well. It's as which well, it's which which later alludes later in the show, which is alluded it's, later. It's in weird the show. to see why Hangman's so hostile towards them, but nonetheless, well, because he has a chip on his shoulder. Like he oh, he wow. he lost the match at Jericho. He like he felt like he lot like let a lot of people down losing to Jericho in that one match because it like and then nobody thought he was going to win anyway yeah. he was out there to prove people wrong but then he was proven wrong you know like I I can't that's kind of the thing about everything here like I'm kind of siding with Paige on a lot of things here wow and it's really good and it's it, but the, yeah it's really good they're finding like meaningful Michael reasons hashtag cowboy shit what's over here what, what do you have against Paige no nothing well then, you're just with your cowboy shit over there. So yeah, that's all I wanted. So what's so bold about it? Do you do you have an opinion on uh, this? I think uh, Hangman Page situation. I don't know. I just don't know why he's. Yeah, I guess. I, I you you convinced me. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to open my mouth. Yeah. Again, uh, an absolutely wonderful tag match. I, I'm. I'll go as far as to say the match of the night. Moving on, Hell's favorite harlot Priscilla Kelly versus Britt oh. Baker, dentist. Uh, side headlock from Baker. This is when the wind really picks up, like you can see from their hair. Like, yeah, yeah, it just starts like getting real strong. Yeah. Rizlock takedown from Kelly. Sling blade from Baker. Two count. Baker does a lockjaw. Kelly taps. Baker wins. Uh, this was clearly a come down match. Um, there wasn't really not much to say about it. I think the story of the match was how Baker won through unconventional means. Well, she got, yeah, she got some booze for that. Everyone yeah. knows that. It's Darby Allen's uh, uh, wife. Yep. Yeah, they're like we like him, we like her. I wonder, I wonder if like she has a future within because she insists that she's independent. So, but we'll know. Yeah. You know, uh, she comes from gypsy lineage. Yeah, they they they, they did that she, show. She, she was like fourteen when they did that, and it's you know she's a gypsy. It is, it is what it is. Ew. I yeah. put curse on you. Uh, ba- uh post match, Tony Schiavone he uh goes on to interview Britt Baker. Uh, Baker berates Tony for working at a Starbucks. As Tony like says to Baker, she went through unconventional means. Like, and uh, she comes back. <laughs> she comes back by calling him a shitty barista at Starbucks. Well, she yeah, she was like, she was. It's not, it's not you were just worked at Starbucks. You were a shitty barista. Yeah, oh. apparently, and that didn't get censored. Oh no, 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 it did not. And Tony sells it with the best facial expression possible. He just mouths off and just says, "What the fuck." He's like, and and, and thus created probably the, the most like 
most memeable gif wrestling gif in existence yeah. today. Uh, crowd says something to Baker censored, and I have no idea what because they oh TNT, oh oh they were chanting "fuck you, Brett." The the censors were just straight. Yeah, up they were just well, they were chanting "fuck you." Like Brett, it took so. it just took me out of it. Like I understand like "fuck" is a really like really big no no word. Fuck for some reason I don't know why, but. I guess just because FCC and all that stuff, it just it really it. But then like you you like you straight up just put this out like all the time like this like it's it's jarring, right? Yeah, it was annoying. Yeah, I completely uh, agree. Baker sort of rambles to the point where Jr. has to throw out a commercial, and as someone who uses TNT, like still no idea what she said. Uh, I didn't think this was that great. Like it was it, it this was, was her heel she, turn. She was. Cl- I mean, yeah, She's clearly a heel now. She was. Well, she also told Tony Schiavone. Uh, smile seemed, for me. Yeah. She says, I'm a dentist. She seemed kind so of your, flustered, your tooth though. is crooked, so you got to come in on Monday for a checkup. Oh, that's true. So she's a heel now. She's forcing she's people to go to the dentist. Isaac Yankum's daughter. Ooh, Britt Yankum. I, Baker's not she, your real last name. She seemed really flustered, you know, yeah. like doing this promo. I I don't know. Like, if she can't be good being a face and she can't be great at being a heel, like... No, I don't like her. It's a big, it's a big ass. Like, she, yeah, I mean, like, I think I'm they not got, sitting here like, I don't like her. She sucks. She shouldn't be a wrestler. Whatever. You do your thing, girl. But, like, I just... I'm it's not, not working. I don't, it didn't work. It didn't catch my attention, any of it. But I do think... <laughs> I did like... But I did really do like the whole... The shitty barista line. The shitty barista line. Like, if yeah. she... Like, there's a lot to fine-tune. Like, what... The foundation of what she was trying to say is there. Yeah. Like, I get what she was go, trying to go for. It's just she... She needs a, she needs a better execution. And you know what? Like... Mm-hmm. You, there's always room for improvement. Definitely. Yeah. <sighs> She's a dentist, Corey. She is. I mean, I you, people don't like dentists. Apparently, they have the highest suicide rate. Is that true? Uh, for all professions, yes. That's what I heard maybe in a movie one time. Okay. But it makes sense because nobody likes to go see the dentist. I mean, I would have... Uh, yeah. Jurassic Express, for Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stone versus Chris Jericho and Proud and Powerful, which consists of, of course, Santana and Ortiz. Uh, Stunt has a safety vest on. Good for him. He has like that child life preserver kind of thing. He's pro- was he flossing? I, I'm going to say yes. Okay, so male dentists hold the highest suicide rate at 8.02%. Female dentists hold the fourth highest suicide rate at 5.28%. Must be the drills. Uh, they just kill yeah. themselves. Well, yeah. Anyways. No, I mean the sound. Uh, anyways, that's yeah. that sucks. Yeah. Suicide's not funny. Uh, no, it's not. I'm just so um, Jurassic Express. They come out, and then Chris Jericho, he comes out to his theme song Judas, and everyone's singing along to this theme. And this look, this was amazing. He was trying to hold back his smile. He was holding back his smile. I was like, just in, like I was super like into this entrance. Like uh, that seemed like that seemed like the best time. Like they, everybody just seemed like they were having the time of their lives singing this song because like, well, I get it. Like Chris Jericho, he's the guy who provided this entire fucking cruise to yeah, them. Yeah. 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 He, he, and he, and you, thank you, Chris. Yeah. And he had a big fat smile on his face. It was great. <coughs> Excuse me. I like how they come out and Hager's like, yeah, I'm here too. With the same polo. Shirt Everyone's like, we don't give a shit about you. Keep going. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Jungle Boy and Jericho starts starts things off. Drop kicks at Jericho, who immediately attacks Ortiz. Fast action from Jungle Boy does a flipping wrist lock counter on the ropes. Marco give, dives to Ortiz with the child size life preserver on, like I mentioned earlier. Uh, Casadora tilt a world assist from Jungle and stunt on Santana. Lucha does his usual kicks to Santana to big chance. 
Uh, uh, Jericho eventually just builds heat on Jungle Boy, as as does everyone else for a very long time. Uh, Jungle Boy eventually mounts a comeback after being beaten for quite some time. Hot tag to Lucha. He kicks everyone. He throws around everybody. Uh, Excalibur calls one of his moves the Shining Lizard. Very clever. Nice, nice. Like uh, he he headbutts Ortiz, double choke slams to Jericho and Ortiz, standing moonsault to Jericho for a two count. Hager creates a distraction. Lucha attacks his stunt so he can take care of Jericho to the outside. 450 splash to Jericho, two stunt for a near fall. Various pin attempts to Jericho, but eventually knocks him out with the Judas effect, broadcasting our first child murder on Dynamite. So bad. Uh, this was a fun match. Like yeah, this yeah, was yeah. this kind of this. It had a house show vibe to it, but I think it's just. Just by virtue of it, you know, Jericho being the ultimate, like, baby face to this audience. And what do you think about, um, apparently, they're going to introduce Trio's titles uh, next year? They just announced that's just straight out the blue. But, no, if you, now, if you see it uh, when they come down, when they say, it says Trio's um, record. Yeah, that's always, yeah. I guess they're just trying to... I think that's new, isn't it? Yeah. yeah I yeah. know, they've always done Trio's that. record? I think they did that as early as All Out, honestly, even oh. before Dynamite. Oh. Um. But yeah, Jericho breaks out the bubbly and sprays it all over the audience because, you know. We get a v- video recapping the stipulations for Cody fighting MJF. He comes out to face Joey Janela. Jody, Joey Janela comes out to his $130 braids. I know that because <laughs> the, sto- the, the you story know, the Brian story. Alvarez says. Getting $130 braids. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, is that what Brian Alvarez looks like <laughs> now? Yeah. Yeah, he said he got the same one, so. Uh, yeah. I would love uh, to see that picture. Yeah. I mean, just picture brian alvarez but with that it sucks i feel like a geek i'm a geek mjf extends his hand worked me (laughs) mjf extends his hand to the crowd saying fuck that shit mjf spits at him uh mjf tries to leave the ring after janela gets the best of him janela back body drops mjf to the ring joey attempts an early elbow drop with mjf rolling away mjf uses aubrey edwards as a shield which gets a enormous reaction uh get i mean enormous as in like boo heat all this oh stuff. yeah uh, gets a forearm to the neck mjf works the body heat. superplex to mjf two count janelle amounts a comeback but as soon as he tries to do his elbow drop lana and bobby lashley i mean kip sabian and penelope ford i don't know why i'm mistaking kip sabian with bobby lashley that's quite the mistake <laughs> comes out <laughs> make out and mjf takes janella out double cross pin and yeah. win he does a t and he also does this kind of teabagging uh pin that he does Still looks terrible. Penelope. Ford I still great. think that crossroads look terrible. What? Oh yeah, no, it is crossroads. I th- and I think he's terrible. doing it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. Because we'll, uh, yeah, because he's doing a pale imitation of it. But uh, yeah, Penelope Ford, Kip Sabian, they uh, distract Joey Janela, and because you know wrestling, wrestling. What do you think of that? What do you think of this finish? Um, well, I, whatever. They're gonna have to get this angle over sometime uh, with Janela. But and- do you think? Do you think you? I do you think you? Ex- I kind of expect more out of AEW to get something more creative than this. Why, but why, when they're trying to introduce something of everything? But then I mean? what? The, but then guess. But then. But then, what? The, but what? But then, like by them just doing a distraction angle finish, like that just seems kind of just. Yeah. It's that. That's just them also just trying to just go through the motions and just try to think up of something for the next week. And I think AEW tries is well. Maybe this is and, the week to do it because they're on the cruiser. And the, we're already doing so much this week. Let's. Oh, you can do. You can do a lot of things. A title change. I just think. Jericho I think they can do better. If they can do better because this kind of just comes off as an imitation to whatever WWE would be doing, and that's not something. And that's just kind of just something AEW tries to, to like tends to avoid. You know, that's yeah. kind of just that's kind of their mantra, yeah. right? And for them to do something like this, I I wasn't the biggest fan of it. Well, yeah, the thing about it is you don't see Janela going. I still love you, Penelope. You know, 
I mean, is that what's going on with no. Rusev? Oh, wait, remember he used to say that. I don't uh, think he does yeah. anymore. He says he doesn't want anything to do with her, but he still is running. Yeah. Post-match, MJF says that people love him. Calls Cody Rhodes a poet and a lyricist. Refer- uh, references MJF as just a chapter. Says Cody's right, and he's the last, last goddamned one. Cody comes out, surprised the <laughs> Cody coming Cody coming out. I'm surprised the entire fucking boat didn't just transform for him. Like the entire oh. half was oh. No, they skipped that this time. Fucking yeah. finally. He just comes out in a helicopter. <laughs> Could do that. Wrestling is in my blood. Yeah, uh, so he uh, he comes out, crowd chants Cody, MJF reminds Cody that he can't touch him, says he's sincerely sorry about that. Boo! <laughs> a lisp, you asshole. <laughs> Uh, calls him roller coaster because he's a roller coaster of emotions <laughs> offers him the mic but drops it and then when cody reaches it he kicks it even further because he's a real fucking asshole uh cody says he can't touch him but the young bucks can and they start they what's so what happens is that like cody is kind of just stalling cody's right? in the ring and <coughs> cody's in the ring MJF on the ramp uh, mjf's on the ramp Facing and then you cody. see young bucks they're just like hey, everybody shh is there, he, they, they look like the repo men. Yeah, yeah, they do. <laughs> you know, they just start sneaking. And then as soon as MJF turns around, they kick the shit out of him. And then Cody asks the audience, does anybody want to see a man get on a pool? Yeah. yeah. And they throw MJF in the pool because, of course, they do. And they're fully establishing the part. They're fully establishing a spot where they're probably going to do this every time they're here. And Probably. it should be just MJF. It should just be every time MJF is on the cruise, he's just like, he's going to be the one. To Why be the do I keep getting thrown into a pool? Yeah. Fun time head by all. I like the oh, segment yeah. a lot. Uh, was not a fan of the incessant censoring of the crowd that was going, that was taking place during well, this thing. What are you going to do? Takes you out of it. All that yeah. other bullshit. Uh, we get a mo- montage of the Rager party. Like they were showing, uh, they were showing Bucks matches. They were showing Darby Allen matches. Uh, just you know, just having. But it was gener- dark. Yeah, I can't really see. Any I think they d- so they did a they did the intergender match, right? I heard. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, think I heard so. it was good. I heard it was pretty good. That's uh. Tony Pen- just so it's Kip. So Kip Sabian, Penelope Ford, and Jer- uh, and uh, Omega and, and Riho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heard good things about that. I kind of uh, want to. I think. Uh, you think Penelope they Ford it? got put in an abdominal stretch by Omega? Yeah, I mean, I think I you would assume so. There was a woman, a man on woman action. I believe so. Yes, okay. abdominal stretch was to be had. Okay. Uh, there was wrestling. There was Jericho. There was Gabriel Iglesias. This looked like an all right time. Yeah. Uh, picture in picture, we just get aerial shots of that fucking boat. <laughs> like, it's just like last week we got DDP yoga. Next week, the next week, we just get pictures of a boat. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Tony in, Tony Schiavone interviews Omega and Paige with the tag titles. Omega is just drinking tea. Paige is already drunk. Tony Schiavone asks Omega about Pac, says he's going to get the match. but He's very has- sober drunk, by the way. A page? Yeah. Oh, like, I didn't know. I'm drunk. No. He's like a sober drunk. Like no, Page is not a somebody, sober drunk. As somebody who gets has gotten drunk in the past, myself, um, I he definitely seems. Page lets you know that he's drunk. Come on. Man. I'm drunk. Uh, he says he's gonna get the match, but says the tag titles are the priority. And as soon as Page is about to speak with Pac, you mean? Uh, what? With Pac, right? Yeah. Kenny Omega and Pac. Yeah. 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 But he says, but uh, Omega says ta- the tactiles, titles are the priority. Mm-hmm. As soon as Paige is about to speak, Bucks appear on screen. They, like, they just start congratulating Omega and all that other stuff. And then Paige says, you know, I'm surprised we won them before you all did. 
And then, like, as soon as immediately as he said, like, the Bucks are immediately like, oh, 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 as this, things get awkward, and the page just storms off, like, you know what? I'm out of here. I'm out of here. The good old Irish goodbye. Yeah. No, it's not an Irish goodbye. It's not an Irish goodbye. Yeah. You don't say goodbye. Irish goodbyes mean, uh, you don't, you don't let, you, Irish goodbye, aren't Irish goodbyes, like, when you don't let disappear. it, when you yeah. just disappear? He kind of Page let people know that he was He wasn't leaving. like, goodbye, everybody. He was like, why'd we win these titles before you? Anyway. And then he's like, Okay, and anyway, like I said before, more uh, more uh, more building up towards this page and uh, Omega Angle Revolution. Pretty uh, pretty uh, pretty awkward drama stuff, but you know TNT knows drama. Cowboy shit. Uh, seriously though, I thought that I on just seriously, I thought this was all built up intelligently so far, um, establishing real meaningful reasons why Paige had this chip on her shoulder, yeah. and you know well, yeah. I'm on I'm on page with this one. On page yeah. with this argument this week at least. Well, he's got to control his own demons. They run down next week's show: Private Party and Darby Allen versus Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz. Uh, did you listen to the Darby Allen Wrestling Observer Radio interview? I did. I did. It is something else, it's man. It's good. I like it. I like uh, it. You know, like Talk, talks about growing up. Being they ask. They ask about whether or not. Why, well, like they ask him why he's not with WWE, and he says, 205 Live" or proper respect as a performer and as a human being." Yeah, uh, that's and like that's, he seems very like one of those people that take things very seriously. Yeah, like, and like I think a lot of people look at them like, well, fuck it, it's a really nice paycheck. And so. he said, and he said, like he is another one of those guys where would rather have creative input rather than financial stability. Yeah, you know, like there's just gonna he's just AEW is just gonna try to attract those type of people. Well, he's just wrestling for AEW now. You know, right? I think it's just I think that's that's what. That's what I think. Right. What sets people in towards AEW rather than setting to being towards it, WWE? Jake Atlas, you want the money? No, nah, I'm just kidding. Wish you all the best. He's already signed. Yeah, nothing the same. Property of WWE Performance Center. Yeah, PC, but everything's PC here. Oh my God. Hey everybody. You I'm also, Bang Man Page. Go to the Performance <laughs> Center. You got. You also got that Kentucky story, which you know, like. I was listening to it yesterday, was like, oh, that sounds awesome. And then like you start really thinking so about Darby it. Allen went to Kentucky. No, the Kentucky, oh, the Kentucky story where um, he's he pretty a much a friend named Kentucky. He, he has a friend named Kentucky and his wife. Uh, 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 well, long story short, he's trying to get custody back and to. Or, no, you can't long story short this. No, this dude was no, accused of having listen, sex listen. with a dog. Oh my god, I don't want to bring that up, but yes, that was a big story beat. <laughs> you and can't so, just skip over that. And so he and so they um because I just don't want to regurgitate what's eh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, and so like he uh, he's trying he's trying, Kentucky's trying to get. Is the custody of his kids back by? But then Darby Allen is taking him under his wing. He's paying him in. He's paying him money to do a bunch of these stunts. Like at first, like the way he was selling it, this sounds like oh, this sounds cool and this sounds awesome. Like, and then I'm, and the more I think about it, it's like, dude, this is pretty much just bum fights. This is jackass. This is how jackass. This is bum fight. And like he's getting he's getting sprayed like he's getting pepper sprayed by Avenged Sevenfold in one of these videos, and I'm like. Okay, Darby Allen, like, you know, if you really wanted to help this guy, I, I think you could just, you know, straight up help this guy instead of just, it kind of just nah, kind of comes off as exploitive. You got to, uh, you got to spray him pepper spray, man. He's the only way to fucking do it. He's 23 years old. Maybe, I hope he grows out of this. Yeah. He's 23. He's 23. He's younger than you. I know. That's how young you, you can call him a kid. He is a kid. He's fucking pepper spray, getting Avenged Sevenfold to pepper well, oh, spray. Oh, Kentucky's a kid. I, how old's Darby Allen? He's 23. Oh, okay. They're both yeah. 20. I don't know how old Kentucky is. You don't know how old Kentucky is? I don't fucking know. That's, that's, yeah. Another one, I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, besides that, the Darby Allen, he, he says he went to film school. He did all those pre-match vignettes that he did. That's 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 mighty impressive, you know, yeah. especially for a wrestler. 
But yeah, but he has a very artistic vibe to him. Like, yep, that, that's why ain't nothing more artistic than bump fights. Well, no, I, you know, he has that vibe of like, I make all my videos and I don't want to do anything half-assed. So why do it if it's gonna be half-assed? And you know, a lot of people will just be like, oh, let's make this content, so I'll have something for my wrestling video. You know, but he's got that like he really cares about everything he makes. So that's awesome. Yep. <laughs> Cody Rhodes with Aaron Anderson versus Kip Sabian with Penelope Ford next week, and Young Bucks versus Butcher and Blade. Like these matchups next week, they seem sort of random. Like it just kind of comes off as like, oh, look, I'm a big fan of knowing what's next week in wrestling shows, like way way ahead yeah, yeah. in advance. But this kind of we'll, well see how, we'll see how this is next week because this, right this, now they're just doing. I feel like they're just doing matches for the sake of matches. This goes back to you know back in the day, like uh, what? WCW and WWE or WWF at the time. You don't you didn't need storylines every single week for why people were wrestling. You just turn on oh this person's wrestling this person cool. I'm going to watch that. Um, but they're announcing it every week. So I think people nowadays are just like, oh, is that what we have to look forward to? I'm looking forward to Bucks versus Butcher and Blade. A lot yeah, of bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bucks are going to win that. Butcher, Blade, to. Bunny, Bucks. Because I think that's the now, because I feel like this is going to be the natural progression for the tag title torn, um, program. Uh, Butcher and Blade and are going to get buried again. I'm going to talk about in the B show. On the B show. Anyways. Jericho joins the commentary booth and replaces Tony and pretty much Excalibur at this point. Main event, Bastard Pack versus Jan Maxley Jeez. for the number one contendership of the AEW World Championship for the men's. I think you can get a better. I think you can get a better. Uh, uh, literally, answer. that's the best one I found. Well, keep trying. Moxley comes out with the band-aid around his head covering the eye. It looks less cool being flesh-colored unlike last week with the darker tone. Yeah. Um, I guess it's just because he needs to see through it because <laughs> he's not really blind. That's like the only... Uh, no, because he had a band-aid over his eye, too. Yeah. So he couldn't see out of it for shit. Um, he doesn't have to do I th- that. I, th- I think... Well, apparently he was, he was wearing an eye patch the entire uh, voyage. Yeah, apparently, yeah. He was singing it all sing- Singing Sweet Caroline during uh, karaoke. Uh, as you should. Yeah, uh, at this point, another ship is docking and everyone's chanting, fuck that boat and all that stuff that Our we talked about. Better. Yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, it's Whatever. Up. They're having fun. They're uh, enjoying themselves. But yeah, but this is a number one contenders match. You'd think like the so crowd would be... T- they're all They're all drunk. I know. They're but- drunk. They're on a boat. Like, yeah. It, yeah, I don't know, man. This is different than just like a regular hey, show. But I'm saying, like, I'm saying this as a viewer. Like, yeah. 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 This is like that. I, I get it. You know, so. they're not really putting over. I'm their just po- saying it's, you're wrong. Okay. This, is, <laughs> this is the number one contender match. You know, like they, they sometimes there are just times. Uh, I didn't. There like are times it. to do it. And there's times not to do it. And yeah. I feel like this wasn't the time to do it because you could tell like Mox, like he was just straight up. He was pointing at himself and he was pointing at Pac. And he's that's kind of a way of him telling like, what the fuck are you guys? I chanting? did love. They were chanting, fuck this boat. And Moxie just looks over and flips off the boat. And everyone's like, yeah! I mean, what else can fuck he do? Fuck that boat! What else can he do? Yeah. That was really nice, though. Uh, release German That's to nice Pac. Of him. Uh, Pac focuses on the eye. Jericho says it's all Moxley's fault. Pac mounts and pounds Moxley from the back. They both spill to the outside and eventually to where Moxley originally entered from, I think. A shotgun dropkick from Pac. To, but Mox counters with a clothesline. <laughs> the Pac's kip up looked real nice there. Uh, Jericho calls Moxley stupid. To JR. Oh. They exchange strikes, release suplex from Moxley. Moxley spends time adjusting his eye, headband, uh, pack. I don't know. I need to make up my mind on that name. Pa- I'm going to say pack from this point on. Sure. Pack does a drop to Moxley's eye as Jericho yells out, Ouch! On the eye! Which I always thought was funny. Uh, Mox fights off a superplex from pack. 
Mox tries to do an elbow drop, but Pat catches him with an attempted brutalizer on Moxley's infected elbow. Yeah. God, how much damage is this guy going to take? Kawada kicks to Moxley on the eye. Jericho calls Moxley a stupid son of a bitch and says, Pack versus Jericho. Uh, says he beat Pack at MSG. He'll do it again. I wonder where. Uh, 450 splash from Pack lands on Mox's knee. Rebound rope release German from Pack. Black arrow, but nobody home. They slowly get up, but Moxley gets a DDT for a two count. Jericho puts over both guys to an extent saying he has to face either of them but he takes solace in the fact that he has the inner circle i thought yeah, jericho yeah. was really good on commentary here like, like he was kind of just towing the line whether yeah, or not. like i said last year he was i mean when he did that last time when jake hagar was with him yeah like he's like he it's he's he's putting both guys both over while still trying to retain his character and yeah, he yeah. was he got a little he got a little bit like off his uh off his game a little bit but yeah he was still pretty good pack gets the bandages off uh revealing moxley with a band-aid on over that eye um, he continues to beat him down. Inside cradle by Mo- uh, by Mox for a two count. Paradigm shift not once but twice, and pins Pack to become number one contender for the AEW World Championship at AEW Revolution. A uh, slower match, uh, perhaps a bit, perhaps one a bit too slow in parts. Uh, you can see a better match between these two in the future. Like there's a foundation to this, but like I didn't think it was realized tonight. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but it could have been better. Yeah, it, it definitely seemed uh, a little slow, and I think it's because of the ring size and everything. Because like, of the ring size, I think, and it was also the story that they were trying to put over with Moxley's eye. His eye. He's only got one eye. It's an eye for an eye. Oh, you know, Jericho. Do you think said, Jericho's gonna get an eye out? No, Jericho said, "Well, you took you took my seventy eight hundred thousand dollar car, so I took an eye, so it's equal." <laughs> Is that how much an eye costs? I believe so. I mean, in the black oh, market, I would say I could, good. You know what? That seems like a fair price yeah. for an eye. My eyes are important. Um, Post match, you see Jericho posing with the title as him and Moxley stare each other down to end the show, and that was pretty much it. I had a fun time watching this show. It felt like a special field trip with a bunch of classmates. Did you put on a Hawaiian shirt when you watched it and Hawaiian boxers? No. But I felt like this was a special field trip with like the only one. with a bunch of classmates you've been getting to know for most of the year, being a different oh, environment. It had this sort of special flair to it. Yeah, like it's fun to clown on the idea of a cruise party filled with wrestling fans run by a dude who went out of his way to mention the guy to girl ratio Hatchet. the first time he did that. That's a lot of bikini. Thirty-five <laughs> percent of this cruise was women between the ages of eighteen to forty-nine. Wait, the hold range. On. So like right like when he t- one eighteen-year-old. A bunch of 49-year-olds. Like, you just see fucking, uh, like, all the rates go down right as he tweets that. Oh, wait, now it's 20%. Now it's 18%. Now no, it's 10%. No, 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 they all just they all just left. They all just left the boat. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> I creeped them all out. But that was three years ago. Bikinis, yeah. Match of the night goes to the tag title match. Oh, yeah. uh, I thought the storyline on Mega Page is the most intriguing part uh, of all. I think that's the most intriguing part SCU of all. SCU wasn't going right anywhere now. with those titles. So that's what I forgot, and like that. Um, thanks for reminding me about that. Um, there were I missed this, but I learned this after the fact that Kazarian and Scorpio Sky they left like separately. You see Kazarian just immediately storming off, but it wasn't on TV. But then, but um, so, but I heard no. I heard it was on TV. It made it to TV. It's just it was just it was like a blink and you'll miss it kind of thing. You, I mean, I didn't. See I it. didn't like. I didn't see it. I only learned it after the fact. Uh, well, you know, from other you people. You didn't see it. I didn't see it. If a tree falls in forest. I mean, someone else saw it and someone told me. So like, I got well, no. I, I mean, I heard something on Wrestling Observer about that happening. But you know, that pro- it probably made it, it could have just been them. Um, Britt Baker, I, I don't know, man. I want. I want to. I want. I mean, I want everybody to, in AEW to succeed, but I feel like Britt Baker is just running out of chances at this point. Yeah. Uh, 
like again she's got a good like she's she maybe there's a good thing going on with this whole dentist thing you know and the telling i mean and it got us the tony shivani just mouthing what the fuck brit yankum yep that's definitely not gonna get you soon hey what about um uh did you watch being the elite this week i actually watched it I picked and choose segments. When he, I uh, skipped. He all, says, oh I, yeah, we we signed Marty. We signed Marty. And then it was like, oh god, oh, Marty oh, scroll. God. No, wait, no. Oh god. And then he said, Marty. Yeah, I, I knew where it was going the entire time. Yeah. And then as soon as they said, oh god, and it immediately just cuts to the intro. I laughed my ass off. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And apparently Kenny Omega has to train at the PC. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, because apparently Marty Jannetty is with Shawn Michaels at all times. That was the weird oh, part. That was great. He's like on the phone. He's like, like hey, yeah, hey, Shawn. Yeah. No, it's a great four-hour conversation about God and all, but you know. Really nice improv work from Omega. He's really improving that. Yeah. Really He's improving great. That. Um, I like Leva Bates. She's awesome. Her character uh, work is great. Her character work is great. Mm, yeah. And I also kind of have a crush on her. So She's not. I mean, she's not on Dynamite Blue for hair. a reason. Blue hair. I'll say that. Yeah. Being the elite. Anyway, That's a, it's a thing. It's a thing that happened. Another thing that happened. I like happened. how they were poking fun on them not trying to, not being able to get Marty Scroll. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, they were really, I, I have no doubt in my mind they offered him one million. I have no doubt in my mind that they, he said what they offered him and they said, oh, fuck. I mean, like, if I were you, I would take that. Or maybe they're just doing exactly what he, he got out of ROH. <laughs> what? Because my ROH, he got, remember, like in the, in the intro, he said, we're giving you the book, we're giving you this, we're giving you oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's what that's exactly what our uh, Marty's getting out of ROH. Oh yeah, definitely. El Phantasm, uh, Amazing Red, Supercard of Honor, versus Marty uh, Scroll. Well, no, I don't know. He's just signed. He's just there for that a fool is back full time, isn't he? He's just like, hey, wait a minute. The fact that I dangled this retirement carrot, and now everybody's just booking me. Who says no? So yeah. I'll do it. Maybe I'll retire again. I don't know. When's my last match? I don't know. Amazing yeah. Red. Marty Scroll's doing moves though. He got fucking. He got Will Osprey. He got Jay White. Like I feel like. Again, that dude's doing that. That dude's doing something to ROH, in which are so, something ROH desperately needs. I am a little skeptical on that. Like past meets present show, they're gonna do. But they're signing. I like mean, Necro Butcher and like making. His I mean, that's just a that's a whole another issue on yeah. in and of itself. Yeah. At that point. Anyways, Dynamite. I had a lot of fun. I had, hey, everybody there looked like they had a really great time, and it showed on on this episode of Dynamite as well. And you know where some people had fun last night too. And Full Sail University? Full Sail University. <laughs> okay. Uh, we go to NXT last night. It was uh, the 22nd of January. Uh, oh, quick turnaround on that flight. Uh, I took know. A, took a red eye. Yeah, we, we were on those uh, helicopters that came back with the tapes. Wow, a helicopter from Florida to California? That's not easy at all. You know what? I do what I do. Anyways, Undisputed Era kicked off the show against the grizzled young vets, James Drake and uh, Zach Gibson, right? Sure. Yeah. I wrote their names. Nobody down. took their shoes off. Zach Gibson, yeah, and James Drake. Yeah, nobody does that in America because we're like, no, floors are dirty. It's fine. Yeah. The UK is like, oh, we'll get dirty with the floor. Well, don't, well, that riddle doesn't seem to care. He has flip-flops on. He does. Uh, and apparently uh, braids too. Maybe he went to the Bahamas and got the cheaper one. <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's kick it off with the tag title match. Uh, like I said, Undisputed Air versus the Grizzly Young Vets. Adam Cole and Roderick Strong join the tag champs ringside. Adam Cole goes to the commentary booth and says, we know Imperium is here and they know where to find us. So this entire match, I'm just like, okay, where's Imperium? When are they coming out? Let's, let's hurry this along. This is a great match, but nonetheless, I was just waiting for Imperium the entire time. And that's, again, they got a fucking pay-per-view to, not even a, is it a pay-per-view? It is a pay-per-view. Okay, it's a special. Well, I guess it's a network it's, special. It's just, 
Yeah. This is the go home for this obligation. Worlds collide. We'll get him. Uh, Zach Gibson and O'Reilly start the match. Uh, These two start with uh, with a strike fest. Back and forth strikes between the two men. Undisputed error has the numbers advantage. James Drake distracted by Cole and uh, strong ringside. Grizzly Young Vets, though, making, oddly, the babyface comeback against uh, Undisputed Era, who nobody... Except I mean, who spirit. are the faces and who are the heels? Well, that's the thing. In that's this match, it seems like the Grizzled Young Vets are the faces, even though they're getting booed by the crowd. Like, Undisputed Era has a crowd behind them 100%, cheering for them. Like, and- naturally, you're in NXT, you're in vanilla NXT territory. Naturally, the Undisputed Era are the fa- baby faces of right. this one. Right, but this seemed like it was booked for Grizzled Young but Vets I think to be the faces. If, But then going into Undisputed Era's match, it would make sense for Imperium... To, yeah, exactly. It would make sense for Imperium to interfere in but, that match rather than. But they're also heels. <sighs> Again, this world's not not only worlds are colliding in this pay per view. Fucking booking consistency. Bo- the books are colliding. Um, well, one com- the first commercial break really messed up the flow of this match because it's like an NXT style takeover match, and it really threw me off uh, for a minute. Uh, although. Bobby Fish, I felt like was looking fucking fantastic. They're all good. All oh, right, no, no, Corey. no, no. They're all good. But Bobby Fish, out of all his last matches that I've seen him in, he's never stuck out to me like he did in this match. Okay. Like he looked like he was doing some good stuff. Looked like he's been training. That's just the genius of Kyle O'Reilly too. Exactly. Uh, Mercy side dropped to Fish, uh, which is a kind of a code breaker off the top rope. But Fish uh, hung onto the leg and uh, grabbed Gibson into a knee bar. He gets the ropes. As like I said. Um, like I said, I was waiting for the screw job finish the entire time, and that's when Imperium's music plays. Uh, they, they are on the <laughs> NXT tower, towering five feet above Roderick Strong and Adam Cole. And Adam Cole and Roderick Strong are so distracted, they have to go over there and yell at them. Um, you know, that's when they hit the ticket, ticket to Mayhem to O'Reilly. James Drake gets a pin on Kyle O'Reilly, and the Grizzly Young Vets run away as Undisputed Era chases them off. Uh, It was good, but the commercial break, like I said, ruined it. I thought it would be a killer opening match at a takeover, but to have it on TV seemed uh, to slow down the pace. It's added the speculation of Imperium's involvement in the match made me think that it can go to the Undisputed Era losing at any time. Uh, Bobby Fish, like I said, in this match looked really good. Probably the best he's ever looked in a while. I don't... Is there any group that has the most equal amount of talent with ever from everybody in a single like is there a single group where everybody just has the equal amount of high talent in them like is there no boss Marty and hug connection I'm, i mean i'm like i'm talking about like a group like you're saying more, a, yeah, yeah, like like a group four, more than like four people or more than three people yeah, like yeah. is there no virgil of the group like everybody like all members of undisputed era are just as equally talented as the other well i would say the one that looks the weakest too is probably the strongest one out of them Roger Strong. Strong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then they're all like just super fucking talented. Like Bob, you like you said earlier, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Roger Strong, Adam Cole. Those are all super, super fucking workers. Yeah. And it's just I can't think of a single group that just has that like parody. Yeah. I mean, like Imperium's good, but they're not like all at the same level. Like Fabian Eichner, as much as we like champion him, he's not a he's not he's not changing the world. No. No, he was. I mean, I mean they're not shocking the system is what no. I'm saying. They weren't flipping the script or changing the culture. Uh, nope, no, nope, please don't. So to speak. Uh, next up, we have a Shotzi Blackheart video package. Excellent. 
Uh, she's uh, she's the ballsy one, if you didn't, or she has big cojones. Yeah, and as she says, she also says, "This is Shachi Blackheart, and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio." She didn't oh, say that oh, on, on, on oh. air, but she does howl a lot. Yeah, uh, she's got green hair. If you don't know her, now you know. <laughs> that's it. She's got green hair. That's it. She does. She likes horror movies. Uh, yeah. Oh, and you know, it was later where uh, Mar- Mauro Ronaldo this entire night, this entire show was just fucking. I, he was the most Michael Cole he's ever been. On this show, you think it was? You think it's that's just by uh, oh! by decree, by uh, by order of like Triple he's H? making. Oh, she rode here on her Harley because she has a helmet on. I think that's just honestly. I think that's just Morrow. Yeah, I know, I know. It's getting really cheesy. I don't it's know. you know like it, it's it's endearing to me. Yeah. You know, it's just that I've I've come to the fact that like that's just Morrow, and like yeah. you're either gonna hate it or like love it. I personally kind of love it. Yeah, and I it's it's. I'm waiting it's, for it, no, it just comes off as him, though. It's so him, you know. Uh, yeah, such good shit. It felt kind of, some of them felt kind of like he wrote them out, you know, ahead of time. Like, okay, I'm gonna. Who writes out stuff ahead of time in a in a broadcasting sense? Come on, uh, man. not sports broadcasters. That's for darn sure. Okay. Anyways, I don't know. Now they have notes like we do here, but anyway, I wrote this out. Yeah. Let's read it. Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. <laughs> yeah, uh, these two ladies start the match by going back and forth. Uh, this was announced. This match. Sorry to interrupt, but um, this match was announced by fucking Shawn Michaels via sky, or like via satellite through the bump. By the way, hey, like, uh, my name is Shawn Michaels. Io uh, Shirai versus Tony Storm NXT tonight on USA. You know it's going to be good. It's Tony Storm. Io Shirai. Thanks, Shawn. It's going to be great. Okay, Sean. Bye. Bye. Later, Uncle Sean. I, okay, I woke up, as I usually do. You watched the bump. I it was like, I was going through, I was just like, okay, look, I have a couple of like, I have like 30 The bump minutes. is going live. I wake up, I wake up earlier than usual. I, I get on my phone. I see YouTube, right? And it says the bump on, um, is, li- is, is the pre-show of the bump. It's just like, it's literally just a security cam of yeah. them getting rid of the show. A lot of shit gets into gets into that shit. Like a lot of work gets put into that show. Right. Like the amount of people just in the in the security camp just going around the set. It's like it's pretty much IDTV times a thousand. Yeah. I Which mean, for people who don't know IDTV, that's that's the city college um, you know variety show. You guys that know. That is very inside. Everyone, everyone watches that. Go check out IDTV. Guys. You never worked on IDTV? No. It's a it is a fun time had by all. If you're and if you want to you know do some broadcasting, you want to do some real broadcasting, take a class at City College of San Francisco and do IDTV. It's it'll knock you fucking socks. Guys, the City College of San Francisco is probably still accepting for classes. Register today. Is it really is registry today? Because that seems very late. No, no, it's very <laughs> like no, late class. I'm, I'm sure you could still sign up, get yeah. a late ad. Anyways, Tony Storm, Io Shirai, Shawn Michaels announced it. He's an old man. Uh, these two <laughs> women go back and forth. Beth, building up the history of these two women in their matches in Japan. I really like Beth Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, drop uh, Drive-by dropkick to Tony Storm, Io Shirai. You think she's going to be in the Rumble? Beth? Yeah. No, she's commentator now. Okay. Um, what if like, it's like, oh, look at me. Where did that come from? <laughs> look at me. <laughs> uh, Shirai, uh, I feel like she's working more of a WWE style lately. A lot more. Oh, that's one way to keep her happy. Uh, one, a lot of headlocks, a lot of uh, slow, slowing people down. I don't know. I don't want to divert this again, but you've heard of those discussions before, like EO not being happy there. Well, no, it's just stardom. Like now, the now that Bushi Road bought them out, they're trying to get. 
They're trying to. They're legitimately trying to get Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai back. Yeah, I should get Oscar back too. Oscar, I don't think so. I think she's staying. She's like, nah, dude, I'm good. She's, she's, well, by the way, fucking Oscar, almost near a shooting. We oh yeah, yeah. News. She, uh, yeah, she survived. She survived. Apparently she a shooting she, she in was in her. the same building during a shooting in a mall in Las Vegas, which oh. that's super fucked. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, okay, condolences yeah. to anyone involved with that. Apparently, no one. Okay, thankfully, no one died. Okay, I think good. it's just like three people injured. That sucks. So, like, it's bad that they got injured, but yeah, crazy news. That's crazy. So, uh, yeah. So, luckily, Oscar uh, and others are not. Well, yeah, Tony Storm. Yeah, sure. Tony Storm. These two women uh, are going at it, and all of a sudden, Bianca Belair comes out, attacks Tony Storm for some reason, uh, gives her a spear. Uh, gives Io Shirai a spear. Rhea Ripley comes out. Bianca and Ripley go at it, brawling to the ground while Io comes out of nowhere. I'm sorry. I kind of zoned out a little bit. Uh, Bianca Belair came out? Yes, and okay. attacked um, okay. uh, Tony Storm first and then okay. attacked. Uh, I was going to say, like, Rhea Ripley just comes out for no reason. No, Rhea Ripley comes out because she's, because of the Bianca Belair she's thing. a face. Yeah. Um, she comes out. They brawl. Io knocks them all out. Uh, Tony Storm gives a tope to Io Shirai, and then Storm gets in the ring and grabs the title and holds it high to a sea of booze. That's not fair. No, Tony Storm just wants the title. It it, it was an okay match. Uh, it just kind of ended up. Um, it just kind of ended, and in order to build up the future matches in the women's division, there, this is exactly what you don't do. You don't get Storm booed, having Ripley being knocked out on the ground, looking up as a baby face in peril, Io Shirai being a heel, and Bianca Belair in a match just that Io no, Shirai being a heel, yeah, and then Bianca Belair going into a match that we're like, dude, this has happened. She's not gonna win. Like we we know that she's not taking the title off of uh, Rhea Ripley. It's just, I mean... It seemed unnecessary. Yeah, all of this seems unnecessary. And if I you want to build the women's division, I don't think this is what you do. So you wanted, you just wanted Tony Storm and Io Shirai to just straight up have a match. No. Which I would have preferred. But I guess they didn't want to beat either of them. And so this was their way out. You know, this was kind of their way out of not of making sure neither of them... Well, I just don't think, like I said, Tony Storm's getting booed because of this. You know what I mean? Uh, because she's going against Ripley at Worlds Collide. I think it's also. Going- I think it's also the fact that Tony Storm just she hasn't been getting a lot of exposure towards that full sale audience yeah, as yeah. well because she was she was large she's largely an NXT UK person right so naturally if we're just and we're doing this worlds collide thing naturally within full sale they're always just going to cheer for the NXT vanilla U NXT the home sale. the home team yeah you know yeah, yeah. no I feel it so I think that's just I think that's just how Tony Storm got that's why Tony Storm got that reaction yeah but. She's getting booed nonetheless, and that impression is going to stick with people. And to have somebody who's supposed to be the fa- like, a face of the UK division to get booed over here, it's like it's not like people in the UK aren't going to watch. It's not. It's like not like anybody watch. cares about the NXT UK division. Let's just let's be fucking real. <laughs> no, here. people do care. That's the thing. They do like the people who are not booking the same amount th- of people that care about NXT care about. NXT UK. I don't know, man. I feel like there's a lot of resentment towards NXT UK in in that British scene. Like you guys, you, there yeah. was things that happened. I was at this indie show last week, and I was saying, oh, spoilers. This isn't UK like, though. We're not in UK. I know, but I was talking about the UK show, and they said, don't give me spoilers. I want to watch it. To that's, NXT that's very anecdotal, because I feel like I just NXT UK just seems like I, this Worlds Collide thing is just, I feel like they just want to promote NXT UK. Not necessarily put NXT over the NXT UK in a bunch of these matches, Yeah, but it's just, it's a Band-Aid solution towards what's going on here, because I, 
you you barely hear any buzz about NXT yeah. UK. Yeah, no, they're trying to build up NXT UK and the NXT UK, NXT UK, yeah, NXT UK, NXT UK. Saying a lot. <laughs> Anyways, uh, NXT UK is a show, and uh, somebody who's on it is uh, not Kathy Kelly, and she's backstage with the Undisputed Era in the Undisputed Era War Room. Ah! Uh, yeah, Cole says, despite Imperium and what happened earlier, they need to focus on Keith Lee and keeping Roddy champion later tonight. Spoiler: He doesn't. Next up, <laughs> Ilya Dragunov. Uh, video package. He's a German Finn Balor, and he might also have the blood of a dragon coursing through his veins, I mean, awaiting it's in, for its release. It's in at the name. Moment. It's in the dragon name. Uh, what do you think? This, of, this was a, this was actually a pretty full, cool fucking video. I don't promo. like Ilya Dragon. I love Ilya Dragon. What are you talking about? Know, about? He's like him. he's Jack Gallagher without the mustache and he's more like a, angrier. He's like if Jack Gallagher and Finn Balor had a baby. Also, remember Jack Gallagher? Yeah, he was great. What the fuck is going on with him? I think he's still on Two Hundred Five Live. He might as well be dead. You know what? 205 Live or you know, being treated like a human being. He chose 205 Live. What can and I this, say, and this is from a guy who considers himself half dead. Exactly. He was in a car wreck as a kid because his uncle was drunk. Bum fights. And now he's, now he's making <laughs> paying bum his fights. friends for bum fights. Uh, yeah. So Ilya Dragunov, he's facing Finn Balor because they needed a match for both of them. And they kind of look like each other except for their hair color. So, yeah. Finn Balor versus Joaquin Wilde. Finn Balor comes back to the Full Sail Arena, which I think is his first match back of this year. Joaquin Wilde's entrance here. His, uh, his, what, his Burning Man attire? This look, he looked he, like a bug. Yeah. He looked like a silver bug. Like, you ever played that game MDK? Did you ever play? Not Nick Cage. Not, not Nick Cage, MDK, Murder, Death, I, Was it on the Saturn? It was on a lot of things. It was originally on the PC. Like, like that in the in the... But you know what I'm talking about. Well, like so. the, the character, like it's it's it, his 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 head's the shape of a fucking triangle. A bug. Yeah. He looked like he had uh, Lance. Uh, God, who was that bicyclist? Lance Armstrong. Lance Armstrong's like you know he has those helmets that are like yeah aeronomic. That's uh, that's that's what I was thinking about that video yeah, yeah. game MDK. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you trying to look it up? No, sorry. I was looking at my email for MDK. You should be video, looking at <laughs> MDK uh, video game. No, but don't, no, walking you don't have wild. To, yeah, walking wild. Yeah, he definitely did. Yeah. That's okay, the one for I'm the kids. Of. Okay, for the kids playing video games right now, he looked like a Warframe character. They probably know who that is. Yeah, or the the pyramid head from Silent Hill. Silent Hill. Okay. Or, anyway, walking wild versus Finn Balor or or Devo. Kids know what Devo is, right? I don't even know who Devo is. <laughs> Anyways, Joaquin Wilde. Oh, out. wait. Is that the, the whip it? Whip yeah, it okay. good. Uh, he comes out in his bug gear. Uh, Finn Balor stares at him in confusion. And then he takes uh, Finn Balor. He said, fuck this shit. Takes control early, delivering springboard stomps to Wilde. Uh, shotgun They're like mini kick. coup de gras. Yeah. Uh, shotgun dropkick to Wilde, followed by a coup de gras. Uh, Balor looks at the camera and says, when you come for Finn, don't miss. And I it's the 1916. I thought Nigel said that. I thought a no, commentator. No, Balor said, said that. that. Okay. But here's the thing. I was having dinner the when fan, this was going on. The, the fans in the audience, um, they were um, 70% dead, but the 30% that were alive were making up for everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you had these 30% of the fans in the audience screaming their asses off like, yes, get out. Woo. You know, trying to do what I do at indie shows when nobody picks up the pace. And I'm like, okay. Woo. Yeah, let's go. Um, whereas, you know, this was like, okay, it, it happened. So you can hear what Finn is clearly saying to the camera. Uh, this was a squash match, and I don't know if it was necessary to feed uh, DJZ to Balor so soon. 
Half the crowd, like I said, seemed dead, and the other half. What long term and what long term commitment do you have to fucking DJ Z? To Walking Wild. You know what? All right, he's what the future ma- of NXT. He is. He legit. If that's he, the future of NXT. He's a bug. They might as well just fucking close shop right now. You know what? No disrespect to DJ Walking Z's Wild. He's a, a great wrestler. I mean, we just haven't his seen name him. Is sh- his name is Walking Wild. Come on uh, now. Okay, I know. He goes it, by that. It's that's like people calling Cameron Grimes uh, Trevor Lee. No, no Cameron Grimes in this show. No Cameron Grimes. But when next, That's, he was missed. You know we, where we are. We have Kathy Kelly again, back in another war room, probably the same room. Uh, Shayna Baszler's war room. I'm just gonna call them. They're all war rooms now because they have flags up. It's just, yeah, uh, you could say backstage. No, it's war room. Okay. Uh, Shayna says uh, Shotzi ended her career before it even started. Uh, also says that she has nowhere. She's going nowhere, and she wants to be Shayna three time. So she's uh, fully in this promo committed to stay at NXT. I mean, that's what they want you to think. I mean, yeah. And then, you know, <laughs> then the robot horse hits uh, because next up we have Shayna Baszler versus Shotzi Blackheart. According to Morrow, Shotzi wears a helmet because she enjoys riding the hog after a long day. And uh, that's I mean, her version. Can you dispute this? That's her You're version of, of Carpe Diem. I've never seen her ride a Harley ever. Maybe, maybe you I, don't know that. I mean, I don't know that, but I've never seen Shotzi ride a Harley. I don't know her personally. Like, we're not like best friends. What? We're not, I know. Fuck, you caught me in a lie. Uh, but it's her version of Carpe Diem, apparently. It's her version of seizing the day is riding a Harley. Okay, Robin Williams. Anyways, uh, Shotzi gives the stoner you salute. Uh, if you don't know, now you know. Um, same thing Monsoor gives. It's the school they were trained at, stoner you. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing i know well you just gave me that look like i needed to explain so i did and i pretended like i was talking to you Shayna takes control <laughs> early and most of the match the two women exchange tosses outside of the ring morrow yells that's not a battle royal okay morrow it's not we know thanks so, you. thanks for that uh shana gets the comeback uh with the running knee, or shotzi gets a comeback with the running knees and a ddt to shana shotzi shotzi shana a uh, series of kicks followed by a cannonball to shana slice bread to shana on that, the edge of the ring that cannonball sent on that's her thing, right? Because I have I have not seen anybody do that. Anybody that else do that? Yeah, I, that's that was that was really cool. I did like the uh, the sliced bread she gave to Shayna on the at the edge of the ring because uh, you know hardest part. Uh, Shotzi then tries to uh, she gets locked in a. Oh, well, sorry. Shotzi goes for a senton. Shayna catches her in a Kirafuda clutch. Shotzi tries to withstand the pain but taps out. So submission. Shayna Baszler wins. Over Shotzi Blackheart, there, but then there was a little bit of a, uh, a couple of hope spots for Shotzi. Yeah, you know, no, she seemed make like her, she... make her look like a fighter. I mean, I mean, fucking Beth Phoenix literally just said, "Come on, Shotzi, fight, fight." <laughs> and uh, yeah, Shotzi did <coughs> as when the Kirafuda took clutch a lot out of me. Got um, got locked in it for the first time. She seemed like she was actually getting to the ropes, or last time, sorry. Yeah, she seemed like she actually got up for there. Oh my god, so. she's getting up the bar. She's gonna get to the goddamn ropes. God damn it, Shotzi Black, I do it for all of America. Yeah, that's that's Mara for you. Just yeah. making making a fucking mountain out of a molehill for everything. Um, so like I said, uh, yep, this match I had a slow start, but when it was over, uh, it was a decent. It was a decent Shayna this, Baszler match. This was a television match. It was still. a decent Shayna Baszler. I thought Shotzi Blackheart looked good. She looked very strong. I like, this match. I like Shotzi. Blackheart. Also, just you know, just because you know, friend of the show. Also, to support all the fellow Filipinos in there, because TJP isn't getting it done. Uh, like I said, slice bread on the edge of the ring was really great, and Shayna looks really strong heading into the Royal Rumble. Oh, I'm sorry, I mean Worlds Collide. So 
Does she have a match for World? No, Cup? I don't know. I don't know what's happening with her this weekend. Um, so I wonder what number yeah. she's. I mean, what, you, if a male, she'll get a match. Did you Did you watch the the post match? No, not even post match, but the Twitter like video exclusive Twitter video. Shotzi Blackheart backstage. She got, like she gets attacked by Deanna Peronto, <laughs> who just fucking who fucking just shakes her like a fucking <laughs> like just vigorously just shaking. She at didn't even shake. Deanna she just, like, was like pushing her like she was like pushing to a door, and she's just, like pushing her shoulders like further into the door. She's, like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't like you. That was uh that was weird. It, but it was I guess that's our program. Shotzi uh Royal Rumble. New faces. New faces. You think Shotzi will be in the Royal Rumble? I think I'll fill that. Kaylee. No. If Kaylee Ray is gonna be in the um, which is really weird to say. Wait, Kaylee oh wait, Kaylee or not Kylie Ray. Not Kylie. Hey, stop. Yeah. Get your mind out of the gutter. What? <laughs> no, nothing wrong with that. Just they're both very similarly lent sounding names. Uh, don't get all defensive over here. Calm down. I'm kidding. But Anyways. yeah, Ka- yeah, Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray, who's the NXT UK champion? Yeah, you you watching this show, you wouldn't have known. <laughs> I I think a lot of people out there know, like I did right now. But if she's going to be in a shot, she's going to be in it. For damn sure. After this, we have a uh, uh, Tegan Knox Dakota Kai video package. Eh. They're going to have a match. They were the best of friends. Lacey they, Evans is going to be in that final four, isn't she? Lacey Evans is winning that fucking... Lacey Evans is going against Bailey. That's not a, for the that's, title. That's not a big stretch either. I mean, she's already... No, isn't she facing Bailey for, for the, the title, title at, at Rumble? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That doesn't... So, I mean... She's going to win stop. the title. She's oh, going to win... win the, oh. I think she's going to win the title, okay, yeah. Whatever. She's been a face lately, and... Why? That's, that's, and, not, and that's not good, but Why then, keep the title on Bailey at this point? Bailey's character has been so buried. I don't, we don't let's not I'm just saying man I know this ain't this ain't the podcast and we go to backstage this time Kathy Kelly's and backstage not in a war room uh, with Very Angel Garza working. this is they're really she's all over the place yeah it's uh, not like they're pre-recorded uh, Angel Garza talking about his match Angel he Angel. says it Angel Garza he insists on saying it so it's respect the performance saying, my says, name is Angel he doesn't uh, care who he fights at World Collide but he says El Latino SN La Casa, baby. Yep. That's in his house. I I, I do love that because remember last week, Beth, Beth was like, I don't know what you just said, but <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. expecting a gentleman cowler. Anyways, she became ne- Lacey Evans. <laughs> next week, we are ha- uh, not next week. Right now, we have the Broser Weights, a team of Matt Riddle, the horse dick, versus Pete Dunn, the Bear dick? I don't know. Bear ass? I don't know. Bear ass. There we go. Bear ass Pete Dunn versus horse and horse See, this dick. This is why you're struggling, because this shouldn't be a thing. Imper- versus Imperium. Uh, this is the semifinals of the Dusty Road Classic. And you know it's world. the final's going to take place at Worlds Collide, so we already have an NXT UK team in there. Wait. I thought you said... No. I thought the finals are taking place next week. Next week? Yeah. Oh. Because that's what the grizzled young feds is vets say. Like, next week! There's going to be a... Yeah. I think it's next okay. week. Okay. Well, that makes more sense, because... Yeah, I mean, I know it doesn't. It doesn't at all. We're Just, gonna find out. All right. When we oh, get to it'll be stuff. filmed at. It'll be filmed at the um, the arena before worlds collide because next week they're not gonna be in full. Oh wait. Yes, they. Oh, they're are. gonna go live again. Okay, never mind. I'm confused because yeah. before it used to be. Uh, nonetheless, uh, Broser waits versus Imperium. Riddle has his hair braided. And Amaro Mar- Mar- begins the Wizard of Oz puns. He goes, "Oh, going back to the Dorothy down the yellow brick road." Oh, yeah, it does kind of look like that. Eichner and Dunn begin the match. Uh, there is no question who the heels and who the faces are in this match compared to the first match of the night. Uh, these four men all hit their high spot after spot after spot after spot. Dunn and Walter have a face-off because, remember, 
Dunn was NXT UK champion. You remember that, He's right? the first one. No, he's the second one. He's the second one. Who was the first one? Tyler Bate. There you go. Hot tag to Riddle, uh, dishing out strikes to Imperium. A stereo hand-stop bro kick to Eichner by the Broser Weights. Um, stereo submissions to Imperium. Riddle has an ankle lock to Bartel. Done with a wrist lock to Eichner. A jackhammer to Eichner, followed by a kick out. The Broser Weights hit an assisted GTS to Bartel. Uh, Riddle gets the pin and the win on Bartel after the match. The Grizzled Young Vets come out and say, and Gibson, uh, you know, he, he starts directing his comments towards Dunn, saying that he's he's not the best thing NXT UK has to offer. I, I just do Pac's voice. I'm just... I'm, no, that was okay. Oh, uh, yeah. And <laughs> Riddle, I love this. I love how they're just giving him free range to talk. Well, they say joint manipulation. Gri- yeah, yeah. The Grizzled Young Vets, they mentioned something about joint manipulation. We're going to joint manipulation, yeah. And then... Matt, says, yeah, says, go ahead. bro... I don't know what you just said. I don't know what you just said. But you said something about joint manipulation, and so I started to fade out. And I started zoning out, and then I don't know what you were talking about. But all I know is that we're going to win the Dusty Rose Classic with bro, with my bro, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn's going to turn heel after this, right? No. Fuck that. They're these guys be- need to be a fucking team for the next no. two months. All oh. right? These guys have... Ex- these. Oh, well, Pete they- Dunn and Matt Riddle have so much great chemistry together. They could take the titles off uh, Undisputed Era at the pay-per-view. At, yeah, at, at the takeover. Uh, takeover. Portland. Wait. Portland. Okay, Portland. Portland. Yeah. It's great. No, these guys are completely great. Like Matt Riddle, just he plays off Pete Dunn so fucking well. He like, and him not getting like this was clearly not scripted at all. Yeah. And and I love how grizzled young vets kind of worked off this too. And it says, "Well, you were still up in the clouds." Yeah, yeah. We're gonna win the blah blah blah. It's like it's 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 great. It's uh, it's absolutely great. They work well together, that's for sure. And I can and they see do like and, the, and the shrug too, where he does the where Pete Doug oh, just shrugs. The, yeah, the hand stops and the bro he kicks. does the, Yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah, it These great. guys, they they need to they need to keep this a thing. Well, you know what? It's happened to Dunn before. He's had partners he couldn't trust, and he's been there to the to the end of this tournament. It's Matt Riddle though. <laughs> he's not saying. Roderick Strong. I'm just saying, man. Anyways. We go to our main event. I don't know. We had pizza here, man. Hey, man. Pizza. Main event time. Roderick Strong versus Keith Lee. The uh, Bask in his glory. The chosen one. For he is limitless. For he is limitless. Uh, this match um, is given a long time. Roughly about 30 minutes. Like, uh, I mean, NXT, that's how main, NXT main events go, man. Not all the time. Dude, they started at 8.45. They like ended at, what, eight, like 8.10? Yeah, I guess. Uh, Strong tries to take Keith Lee down by force, but it's Keith Lee, and he looks strong as shit. So you're crazy. Undisputed error ringside. Uh, Strong working on the ankle of Lee. Eventually, Strong Doe does hit an Olympic slam on Lee, um, where Lee just literally, and this is off the top rope, literally uh, sits up after a one count, lifting Strong with him, pounces to Strong, knocking him on the outside over the top ropes into the tag team champions. Cole yells, well, I'm just glad that wasn't me. So, good. Yeah, yeah. Because it yeah, happened before. Because nothing, nothing bad is going to happen to Cole by the end of this show, clearly. Uh, ankle locks, knee strikes uh, to Lee, uh, but Lee manages to crawl to the ropes. Uh, all three members of Undisputed Era uh, get on the apron. Lee knocks them all down separately with three separate punches. Strong goes for the running knee, but Lee um, he gets knocked out, but a kick out. Lee catches Strong off of Irish Whip, uh, hits the big catastrophe. One, two, three, your new NXT. UK champion. This is a good match. Um, I l- like Keith Lee getting the title off Roderick Strong. 
kind of wished it was in a bigger platform, considering the post-match. Yeah. This should have been a bigger deal. You mean the Imperium? Yeah, because it got super, because, you know, like, if you want to, if we want to just get get to it now. No, apparently I didn't see this. What? Yeah. Apparently I turned it off too early, because I was like, oh, Keith Lee won the title. That was Dude, that. no. Like, uh, yeah, Keith Lee won the title, and then... Imperium came down. Imperium to came down to beat down Undisputed Era, yeah. and Walter... Walter Delivered the loudest fucking chop you will ever hear to Adam Cole. To Adam Cole, and and, and Adam Cole sold it like death as he just did like a backflip afterwards. Yeah. You didn't I, see this? No, I know. I need to go back and watch this. I didn't see this part. Oh my god, this was like the part in NXT, like <laughs> NXT this week because it built because it, it builds up to NXT Worlds Collide. Yeah. So and, and so Keith Lee, he straight up just he just celebrates his title win. They give it a good amount of time, not a lot of time. He walks to the ramp and then he leaves. And then you just see Imperium take attack uh, there, just and uh, I like I like Keith I love Keith Lee a lot. Wish this was a bigger deal, but then that's what's that what makes that's what makes this one worlds collide thing so unfortunate because they do have to build up to this, but just out of obligation for it. Yeah, and it was at the expense of Keith Lee's first NXT title win. Well, it's, yeah, Keith Lee he um, he definitely deserves the title. You know he's. He's gonna look good with the North American title, whether it's around his waist or over his shoulder. He'll like okay, listen. He'll if he gets a long ring in out of this, then sure, good, yeah, good. But then I, how much longer do you see Keith Lee in this sort of position within NXT? You know, do you think he's do you maybe th- a while? Maybe they need to maybe trips say, hey pops, don't worry. I'm gonna take care of these guys. They're gonna get it up here clear, eventually. Clearly, Keith Lee is the one out of everybody in NXT. That what? they want, like, to move up. You know, ah, give him to me, Triple H. Come on, you're my son. So yeah, um, so NXT, it's a good show. Enjoyed it, but I feel like I enjoyed every- Dynamite a lot better, a lot more because yeah. I think it's just because of out, it, out it, of just the whole specialness. It, it, of it this didn't have Dynamite. frustrations of like matches being broken up by commercial breaks, whereas NXT, it's just, there's always going to be a good match and the flow of the match is going to be ruined by a commercial but break. But I'll say that, I mean, this was probably the first week in a while where I think N- uh, Dynamite had the best match of the week. Yeah. With the, ta- with the tag title match. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, but then that was that's a... Well, yeah, the Grizzled Young Vets match is really good. I really liked that match. I, I thought it was... Oh, I thought Listen, it was baby, it was for the Death Zero Tag Classic, so anyway. it's fun. World's Clyde. That's how I get you to stop talking about something. I just do my death divorce, and you're like, I'm going to stop talking about that. I mean, Dynamite. That was a good show. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Listen, baby, we got Wales. Dynamite was the better show. Worlds Colliding, baby, this weekend, Saturday. Okay. Uh, World Saturday. Worlds Collide is taking place uh, in Houston, Texas, Toyota Center. Are you going? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, nice. I'm booking the flight right now. Nice. Phone. I'm not going, but uh, I, w- I wish you all the luck. Cool. Uh, we kick it off with a pre-show match, probably on next week. Mia oh Yim. boy, the pre-show match for when worlds collide. Mia Yim versus Kaylee Ray. I mean, this is where Mia Yim goes over on the champion, and she gets her NXT UK Women's Title match. I mean, clearly. So Mia Yim, I believe, is, is going to go to NXT UK. Uh, what? Oh no. Okay. Well, I think so. I'm going to say Kaylee Ray wins this, and Mia Yim just continues to be Mia Yim. HBIC. Uh, HBI like. Head batty in charge. Uh, I'm thinking of something. I can't say boss because there's only one boss. You know who uh, that is. It's uh, it's me. Uh, actually, yes, me and him loses. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, DIY versus Mustache Mountain. This is going to be a fucking awesome match, dude. It's going to be the opener of the show for sure, though. That just would, to kick it, it off. You know, that would, that would heat things up. I don't know. There's because only five I, matches, so it doesn't You don't want to beat either guy, but I can see... I can see DIY, DIY winning this because Ciampa is a higher priority. Yeah, Ciampa, well, Ciampa and Gargano. Yeah, you don't want you don't want Gargano losing going into this because you have to build a you have to build towards uh, Gargano and Balor because you know what the who the fuck is winning that match? Yeah, Balor, Balor and uh, Dragunov, and so. But then I don't Mustache Mountain. They need a they can't they can still NXT they can still UK, look though. good in law in losing. Yeah. By yeah. The way. Um, so Trent Seven's probably taking the pin, or I would yeah. pre- I would prefer that. I would prefer Trent Seven taking the pin too. Um, so then we go into our next match, Fatal Four Way for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, Angel Angel Garza. I'm sorry. Uh, some people call him Angel. Apology accepted. Uh, versus Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Travis Banks versus Jordan Devlin. I um wow Jordan Devlin huh? Um, I would be nice to see uh, this title go to the UK for a second. It yeah, would give some let, prestige. Yeah, just bury it alongside with. No, the, not burying it. No, well, just like straight up, just put, just like it's like putting a. Yeah, it's put, weird. Put the coffin in the mausoleum. It's they need to bury fucking two hundred five live is what they need to bury. So, I see Young Hill retaining this just because they just don't want to just deal with dealing with another just putting somewhere where it shouldn't be not well, to say that doesn't belong there it's just it's i feel like it's just going to be too much work well then it'd be like it's why is it on next uk when it should be then jordan devlin would have to start showing up 205 live like think about that a bunch of dudes from nxt uk fighting for the cruiserweight championship like that's the deadest thing he you could possibly is a do bastard you could that is the absolutely like the deadest thing you could possibly do well legaro could fight for it who el legaro is that the dude with the mask? Yes. Ugh, That's whatever. the British uh, luchador. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Gar- uh, Garza retains. I'm going to go on a limb here. I'm going to say Jordan Devlin walks out. You're a new cruiserweight NXT champion. Because okay. he because, would look good in purple. Because he needs something. He does, actually. Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov. Finn Balor wins. I mean, he's the real Finn Balor. He's the real deal, not this blonde knockoff. You're reading this out. You're reading this card out loud. There's... There's gonna be some fucking bangers. I kind of want to see this show. <laughs> what? This this is probably this is a pretty good card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean it looks like a decent card. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Tony Storm for the NXT Women's Championship. I don't see Rhea Ripley drop. Hey, NXT Championship. Oh, sorry. Um, Wikipedia didn't update. I should I should change that in Wikipedia. Get with the times, Wikipedia. Um, I actually see this leading to a fatal four way at NXT Takeover Portland. Which did they announce that? Is that what we need? More fucking so be like multi multi women matches. Tony Storm, uh, Bianca, EO. I I don't think they should. I think they should. <sighs> you think they could build to a re? I don't. I think okay. I think Ripley's winning it. Well, it has to be because Bianca Belair is facing Ripley at Takeover. You would assume. Well, yeah, she's got a shot, but you know, after last night, after all hell broke loose. Ah, that's just. Again, that's just a, because, it's like hell because they didn't want to West cause, Side Story because they didn't want to beat Tony Storm and Yoshirai at, at this point. Like, what then? Why even book the match? That's what I'm fucking saying. And then we have the main event, an eight-man tag match, undisputed era. That's the team of Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong, titleless Roderick Strong, the only one <laughs> not in gold, little loser. Versus uh, the team of Imperium, Walter, the only person who has gold in Imperium. 
uh, Fabian Eichner, uh, Marcel Bartel, and Alexander Wolf. Who do you got in this match? I'm going to say... I mean, did we say anybody from NXT no, it's UK Imper- winning Imperium's at all? winning this, dude. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm just going through like... I think Imperium's got this. Yeah, well, only reason too is because you've we've already taken this title off Roderick Strong. This is already to me. This is the downfall of Undisputed Era. This is going to slowly but surely they're going to start losing matches. They're going to start dropping titles. Just but then not as a group. Just them just losing. Yeah, their titles. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't. I don't ever see. No, that. maybe them break up eventually. Like I don't see them breaking up ever, dude. Maybe, yeah, they can get defeated. And maybe these guys like, are just. These they guys, have to be forced to disband or. Something these guys like are that. so fucking talented. Yet they all need each other because, like, can you imagine Roderick Strong without Undisputed Era? Yeah, we have. Look at that. Can you picture Kyle I cannot, on the main roster by himself? Yeah, that's two of five live. Yeah. No respect as a human being or a performer. Oh, Riley, huh? You're a leprechaun, aren't you? So, uh, here's Hornswoggle. He'll Imperium, train Imperium's got this. Imperium's got this. Oh, sorry. Sorry, UE, but ain't, ain't your night. Also, because NXT, uh, an NXT UK person has to win. Yeah. Well, that was a banger of a show. Yeah, so. just eating sausages in uh, England. So, yeah. A lot of that does it here <laughs> for us, I think. Yeah. Don't forget to like, for banger. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, like I said, we will see me and Jose and Cindy G from NoDQ.com. We'll see you next week. And uh, we're going to talk about Royal Rumble. And we'll see you later. Have a great night. Bye. Goodbye. Wait, wait, we didn't talk about Rocky Johnson.